Beautiful people of the internet, welcome to the BRB AFK podcast. I am Boston McCown, your humble producer. Here in the studio, as always, is our uh, illustrious, the the wonderful time being, Scott Arnold. What up, everyone? And our illustrious host, Ryan Shipley. Hello, and Boston. Yep. Tonight, you get to pick the opening song, provided you do not get distracted by YouTube videos of dildos that shoot out eggs. No dildos tonight. <laughs> no dildos tonight. Nothing, nothing weird tonight, I promise. I well, told everybody to leave I, me the fuck alone while we record. I feel like that Boston lives a much more exciting life than I do. I think so, but okay, so what is the sound? <laughs> what is the sound? What's that thing called again? Like the sporch? The sporch? Yeah, sporch. <laughs> is that like, the, that's got to be like the sound sounds like from it. Yeah. This is like a sexual Yoshi. Yeah, uh, I may have said in the I may have said in the last episode uh, the video that I shared to everybody. Um, they in fact what they did was they the, in, in that video specifically the ladies are taking uh, they made Jello shots that were in the shape of eggs mm-hmm. and then used this avapositor dildo to deposit the Jello shots into their mouths. Yep. And speaking of deposits into their mouths, ladies and gentlemen, Cody Kitt, everybody. Hey. Oh. I'm splurging yeah. my way into this podcast. Welcome, Cody. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> right, you are. I tell you right now that what Boston just said is no yoke. No. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We're on top of it tonight. Ryan's going to be here all night. <laughs> I'm going to need one of those Ovomorph layer uh, dildos stat. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, maybe they could be our sponsor. You know what? Level two is going to be starting the first of the year. We're now a dildo show. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We'll do dildo reviews. It's going to be awkward when some people come on the show thinking we're talking pop culture, and we say, so what is your favorite dildo? Right. Well, wait a minute now. Does that mean we all have to use them? No, no, no. I don't know I don't it. My favorite segment is, will it go in my ass? <laughs> yeah. Will that go in my ass? Will it gape? My, uh, the best friend of the podcast, Aylin, and yep. uh, her sister and I went to that um, porn shop that used to be on Clinton Highway. I don't know if it's still there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there was, a, like, I think it was a dildo vibrator or something like that, but it was called the Turtle of Love. And it oh. looked like a turtle on top, and it had the thing at the bottom. And I was just, like, obsessed with that thing. Every time <laughs> we went into that shop, I had to go pay, uh, pay homage to it. I had to, like, bow in front of it. Um, it was my Buddha. Yeah, you, you wanted to buy it, not to use it, just, just to have it. Yeah, yeah. Well, what always got me was um, once upon a time, uh, uh, my my lovely my lovely partner Callie, uh, we broke her Hitachi, and had to go get a new one. And we went to one of the local shops, and we found one that was a re- reasonable price. Okay. But as we were as we were leaving, there's this one there's this one dong that was on the wall. And it said on the box, real skin feel. Oh, that's creepy. But mm. like the when if you looked at if you looked at the, the device itself, it was it had ridges like it was a Klingon's forehead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, if your real skin feels like that, see yeah. a doctor. Immediately. Yeah. Go now, see a doctor. Oh no! It was in a it was in a case. It was, oh, in, a, okay. uh, it was in a box. I didn't I didn't pull it out. You know, it's the good sex items where it's behind the counter. Yeah. The the, yeah, the bigger well, question is is Boston. How did you break it? Oh my god! <laughs> with uh, your ass? Over 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 you. Are are you familiar with the magic wand? Scott? Yes. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, you mean like Harry Potter? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're talking about Harry Potter ones, yes. right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, we are. <laughs> uh, well, if you pull, if you pull that, if you pull that cord at the right angle long enough, uh, it will dislocate from the device itself. <laughs> got it. Got it. Holy so. crap! I'm telling you guys right now, our new podcast is going to be amazing. Yes, it is. <laughs> we're going to get all kinds of viewers, guys. And it's going to be bad for Bingy to walk into it if he comes back and he's like, hey, "Guys, what are we? What game are we talking about today? We're talking about dildos, dude." Yeah, man. Come on, we got a magic wand set up here and a whole nine yards. And it's going to be called like it's going to be called feels like real skin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's got to be the name of our, yeah. our show. Oh, no. yeah. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Somebody write that down. Somebody write that down. Feels like real skin. It has to be the name. Feels like real skin. Okay. Jotting, I'm jotting that down now. Like um, <laughs> good job, Cody. You know, I You're thought welcome. before we started this, would be something about like you know top five, something like that would be in the in the name of the episode. <laughs> no, sir. It's feels nope. like real skin. Feels like real skin. It is. Yep. Damn it. Yeah. That's gonna be amazing. Bingy will be uh, sitting there going, Yeah, guys, um, has anybody played The Last of Us Two yet? I really like when and we're going, We're dude, we're talking about the Ronald Reagan dildo right now. <laughs> right. Get with the Toms, man. Yeah, it has trickle down the take, economics. Take one. Yes. Um you can take one you can take one for the gipper. You can, yes. you can connect it to a pump and, and, and pretend to do water sports. Call it call it trickle down economics. You can do you can do water sports, get it? Oh, no. I need some tarps oh. for that. Yeah. And you can also get the Nancy one, which is literally the stick that she had up her ass for her whole life. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, this, is, this is the this is the best opening we've had in a podcast in a long time. So. Just throwing pretty it out good, there. Doing a pretty it good really job is. now. Yep. Yeah, I love it. All right. um, but anyway, <laughs> this is interesting because this part here we had no plans for, but this is probably the most prep we've ever done for an episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. We a lot of so time. Hard. We usually wing it. And you they may have known noticed that a little bit, but, <laughs> but we actually did homework. So we're going to we do did. top five list tonight. Maybe top five dildos now. Who knows? This seems to be evolving. Yeah. Um, we're going to be talking about the weird, uh, all the crazy stuff that's going on with cyberpunk. Did people get cyberpunked? Uh-huh. Nailed it. Mm, hey. uh, yep. And we'll talk about the insanity that was Disney Plus's um, uh, shareholders meeting last last Thursday, which was... All right. <laughs> nice. It was ridiculous. Um, nice. But first tonight joining us is Cody Kitts. Hey. Or CK, sorry. No, it's fine. Hey. Yeah, CK, I, either, sorry. either or is fine. I don't care. But it's CK, so, motherfucker. Uh, yes. Your, then, your name is now Magic Wand the rest of the night. Oh, that, that's I like it. it. We'll tell my I girlfriend. Think it's real a quick. great name. I think so too. <laughs> and Dexter. Until and start off the next episode of the podcast, the the second part of your cliffhanger. Um, begin that by letting the guys know. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, the guys Say new year, new name. <laughs> yeah, um, new year, new name, new me. You yeah. inherited my ass. So, <laughs> how have the geeks been doing? Uh, without me, uh, they've been falling apart. It's terrible. Oh, I bet. I bet. <laughs> yeah, they're waiting though for you to come back, right? They haven't. They haven't gone behind your back and feel, and recorded any episodes. Not that I would know, but then that's kind of the definition of going behind one's back. You know what? That's fair. Speaking uh, of going behind one's back, that's going to be on our first dildo episode. Yeah, <laughs> I like yeah. that segment. Yes. So um, it's going to be weird to transition from this, uh, but 
You're doing a hell of a job, sir. Yeah, this is going to be hard. Not. Um. So, um, the one thing that's basically been fucking the country like a dildo this year has been COVID. Uh huh. Yep. <laughs> How's yep. that for a segue? That's um, a great segue. Perfect. Yep. Um, and in Tennessee, I think I read yesterday that Tennessee is the hot spot of the world. Yeah, I read the same thing. I mean, hot spot of the world, yes, baby. Tennessee. Yeah, and um, I great think big, I known for something, right? Yeah. And um, our governor decided to take the first 9,000, 90,000 batches of the vaccine and put them in storage. Oh, really? Wait, what? Yeah, put them in reserve for a rainy day, I guess. Uh, Sure. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But one of us, um, I guess I'll let you guess who. It's probably the guest of the episode. Cody, CK, I'm sorry. You had had the Rona, right? I did. Uh, it was terrible. Um, How it was did the you hardest first, month like, of my life. <laughs> and it was oh, a month. Yeah. It lasted like a full month. Uh, it's still lasting, but I was sick, sick for a month. Did you the, did you lose like the taste and smell and all that? That is how I first really knew I had it. Um, so okay. I'll just I'll give kind of like a timeline. Um, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I noticed that. I hardly ever get sick anymore. I'm like, most people don't know this here, but uh, I'm super healthy. Um, and you're the healthiest no. person we've ever had on the episode. <laughs> like, like I'm a runner and a personal He's trainer, ripped, ladies. And I'm, I'm yeah. shredded. Uh, and mm-hmm. I don't ever get sick. But I was getting you're basically unbreakable. Like, right? Yeah. I, I felt like I was getting a head cold, and I was like, "Well, that's weird. I'm getting a head cold, but it's winter time, and that's okay, I guess." And then I got what I call swamp nose, which was like this congestion in my nose that was so bad, and it felt like it was just this thick layer of snot that would just stay on the front of it, and it started hurting, which turned into a headache. Oh God! Yeah. And then for two days, I was like dealing with that and having like the chills and stuff, and I I was at work. And I noticed that when I I bought a uh, a peach tea, like a, a bang peach tea, and when I drank it, I couldn't taste it at all. And I don't mean like not taste it like you're sick. I mean like you never had the ability to taste or smell in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like it had oh. deleted it from my mind, the ability to so smell wait. or taste. So it was like not even like uh, you didn't even have the thoughts about what this should taste like. It was just completely like nothing. Like I had nothing. no flavor or anything. Like water. Wow. Just the texture of the thing that was in my mouth. So okay. I was I, on, on that same day, my lungs started to burn and I went home and I told them, I was like, we got to shut down and clean everything. Uh, I think I'm okay, sick. Okay, good. Responsible. Yeah, that's responsible. And so, so everything got took care wow. of. I went to the hospital and got tested, and I had it. And that was at the beginning of October, and then I was at home until October 30th. Okay. Cool. And we're recording this episode right now on December 18th in the year of our Lord, 2000. Um, mm-hmm. And you're still you're saying you're still feeling, like, um, the symptoms from it? Yeah. Um, I'm regrowing my hair that fell out uh, during Wait, COVID. I didn't know that um, was a thing. I had no idea. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, waiting on my dental work for the fillings that fell out. 
while I had it. All three oh of my it. God. Um, Holy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. Um, go back in the mult in the in the timeline just for a second here. Mm-hmm. What's the test like? Uh, it's quick. It's it's okay. invasive. It goes up in your nose and it's it goes back in there pretty far. Mm. Um, what I learned. I had it done too. Yeah, it's, it's rough. Yeah. Oh, what geez. I learned is to just lean against the wall and take it. Um, it's easier that okay. way. Um, okay. Also, don't take the rapid part test. Of our dildo that's, that's, uh, the dildo yeah, that's what he's. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't take What's the rapid, the rapid test. test? It, that's the that's the one that, that comes back in like an hour. And uh, three of the people that had it around me tested negative from that. So don't do that. Um, gotcha. Because they okay. got it anyway. The thing about the invasive test is it, it is over pretty quick. It is. But yeah, I mean, so. it feels like someone's sticking a, something in your brain or something. It's, it's, it's rough. And they do both nostrils, right? Uh, yeah. I think mine was just one. Was it both? My basic was test both? Was, was both nostrils, yeah. Um, okay. My, my oh. send-off test was. Yeah. I, can you, okay, so I know they have also now where, like, um, you can get the test and administer it to yourself. Yeah. Do you think that's a test that you could have administered to yourself oh. and done properly? I could have. <laughs> there's no there's no damn way I could have. There's no way. Uh, I'll tell you that's, right why, now. that's why I said very specifically, I could have, but I know a lot yeah. of people probably couldn't do that to themselves the way you need no, to. No, that yeah. Yeah, this to inflict that much damage on myself, I'd be like just barely up the nose going, Yep, that's good. <laughs> exactly. I got a little snot on there. I'm good now. Yeah. Um, um, wow. So you immediately, I guess, went into um, into quarantine. Yeah. But once you got the test. Yeah, I immediately went into okay. quarantine. Well, but, I mean, that day, I, I I went into quarantine, took care of everything. Um. Now, does your girlfriend live with you? No, no. Uh, okay. All right. She had at the time probably. Have, like, yeah, I have. Uh, I live with like my mom and my dad, and we have a roommate, and so we all have this big commune. And everybody got sick. What's funny about that is my mom is a cancer survivor and a full-on diabetic, and she got over it in four days. Um, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, my dad. Yeah, I know, right? My dad's like almost sixty. Same for him. But me and him both have the lingering effects. His took longer to kick in. Mine obviously kicked in early. Uh, I think Boston remembers me complaining about the fact that I couldn't like do much without the – my lungs yeah. got trashed, basically, uh, worse than anything. Yeah. Damn. And, and that's got to be frustrating you because just like me, you know, we like to go to the gym and, you know, we're gym Of course. Rides. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But that, I, I got but it from you. frustrate you, though, right? Like, yeah, I know. I bit Sorry. you. It's like a radioactive gym rat. Yeah. Uh, so was it um was that kind of hard for you to deal with too is because that's a part of like of who you are is like going to the gym working out and everything and uh it, running all that it took everything from me yeah that that's how i get over my anxiety that's how i deal with depression that's i mean it's my identity you know it's not being yeah. able to do that was was horrible uh and 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 speaking of that, with the depression and everything, that's something that has to be crazy if you're already dealing with that kind of stuff. Also, now having to deal with this as well. Was that uh, yeah. kind of hard? It was to... a... Yeah, I can't imagine. Um, did you end up like a different kind of medications to kind of help kind of level yourself out during that time? Or did you just have to like kind of like just ride it out? 
Yeah, they uh, during that time, I was having what they call COVID PTSD as well, where after you survive, because every night when you're going to sleep, you're kind of wondering, is this going to be, you know, the night that I, I don't wake up because I stop breathing because the pneumonia kicks in and yeah. I just die. Um, and so like you're, you're teetering on that edge of COVID pneumonia. And so you have so many nights of that, that you start waking up and being really emotional when you're up. Um, mm. and did you also start like, I'm sorry, Cody, go ahead. No. Well, and you would have the, these crazy dreams that would affect you mentally and, uh, being stuck inside and all the things just compounding. And then, so I would have panic attacks when I wasn't able to breathe because I would start having flashbacks to when I was super sick and I'd have to go to the ER. Mm. So they had to give me things like Ativan and stuff like that during that time for when I would have those, it would calm me down from the attacks. And was it also something like, you know, anytime you felt anything off, it freaked you out any more, even more. Like if, if you felt like yeah. the oh, yeah. off, you're like, oh crap, it's going to get worse. Cause that, that's how I feel mm -hmm. like I would have, I would have been. Every time, and, that's it. It's it's horrible. And just to let people know that don't know Cody, um, or CK, I'm so sorry. Um, magic wand, <laughs> magic wand. No, no <laughs> magic, magic wand. wand. You're young. You're healthy. Uh -huh. You don't uh -huh. really have. Do you have pre-existing conditions? I mean, you don't have to get into that mm -hmm. if you don't want to. I don't really. Uh, I was borderline diabetic for a long time, but I, what I do keeps mm -hmm. me from being that way. Uh, but it's okay. still something I fight all the time, but it didn't even come up as a problem. I mean, as far as I didn't have the GI stuff like my mom had because ten, the diabetics tend to have the GI thing. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. Um, I know for a fact that you were really careful during like the last nine months too. Oh yeah. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's just like one of those things where like, um, I mean, obviously, basically this is just like the regular flu, right? No big difference. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, yeah. it's funny because yeah. I've, I've there's been plenty of flu seasons where I've had friends of mine die. <laughs> yes, exactly. And your right. hair falling out—that's yeah. part of it all the time. Yeah, from your teeth. Yeah, I honestly I say money on haircuts now. I just feel <laughs> like the flu. Do you remember that year that I spent forty dollars in Rogaine because of the flu? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's um. So does that like been like since you have since you've endured this for as long as you have, has it made it harder for you to hold your tongue when you see people like online Facebook doctors? Yeah, it, it, it's made it harder because really I know that now I will just come down like the fury of Dennis Reynolds from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Take them out on a boat. <laughs> How's the implication? Uh, yes. So yeah, I just I I can't imagine. But um, so did the hair start? Because the hair is what I'm going back to. Because like you hear all this stuff about like the symptoms and everything, but uh -huh. I've never heard of the hair thing. Me neither. So, I, had no, I had no idea that was a thing. It happens. Uh, it's a total thing. Um, it, fortunately, you can grow that back. Uh, it's just I started okay. noticing when I first got sick that every time I take a shower, because I was taking a shower a lot because I'd get those chills. Yeah, a lot of hair was coming out, and I have a lot of hair. Typically, I have a, a up until recently where I got it cut because of this, and I'm trying to help regrow it and stimulate my scalp and stuff. Uh, I typically have a, a yep. fro. You know, I have like the big curly afro all year. Um, yeah, yeah. 
And I was I lose hair a lot because I have hair like that. I have thin, curly hair. That's that's a lot, you know. But a lot was coming out in the shower. A lot. And it was like hairs that shouldn't come out, you know. And I was just slowly wow. watching it to thin in the front and in certain spots. And then it just started patching out. Just like, and I was like, oh, damn, I'm losing my hair because I'm losing damn. my hair. Yeah. So, like, the next thing you know, you kind of look like Prince William. Exactly. It was just, like, all over the place. Like, just, uh, yeah. Without, that without yeah, the though. So, yes, yeah. And that just had to, like, add to, like, everything that you were going through mentally, too, I'd imagine. Oh, yeah. And then the thought of, like, oh, man, you remember how pretty you were? Uh, so, what if your teeth and hair fucking fall out? Damn, oh, man. And so I still live with that every like, day. I've read all kinds of, like, you know, what are, what are the side effects? What I've not read anywhere that that, that happens or that, well, that could even be a possibility. The hair was a thing that I, that, that several people have, uh, you know, told me that they're going through as well. Um, and uh, right. a lot of the teeth thing, I think, is jaw infections that come along with it. Uh, I've heard several people say they've got oh, jaw infections. Um, sure. And it's probably just pushing the fillings out, you know. Right. But sucks. And man that's crazy did you did medical pretty much cover like insurance cover a lot of this for you at least no <laughs> uh what's oh, probably boy. gonna happen what's probably gonna happen is that there will be um when i called for instance to find out if i how much i owed for my bills they said yeah. that they were still in review because that the stimulus may cover a lot of this or some of this for people like okay. me so we'll see where that okay. goes i hope so the government just yeah, needs to do their damn jobs uh i mean that's the thing that drives me crazy is when people talk about oh the survival rate is what 99 point whatever but it, it doesn't matter because that one percent is a lot of people to begin with and on top of that the life the the lingering effects of it and also like the cost of doctor's visits and all that yeah. too it's this is the problem ridiculous. like i can't imagine like I, I feel like 10 years has been taken from me off my life you know what i mean like and i don't know mm -hmm. that yet but i feel like like in like 20 years they're gonna be like hey you remember right before we got the vaccine when you got sick you fucked up like it's gonna <laughs> you're oh. gonna die early because you didn't get through before we got the vaccine made you know like things like that you think about it yeah, and do you think they did that to you on purpose? Do you think yeah, they had a grudge absolutely. for you? Yeah, because I'm yeah, a dirty fucking shit. liberal. God damn. <laughs> um, see, I had, a, I had a joke I wanted to do here, but I feel bad to do it now. <laughs> no, you got to do it, man. I was going to ask, does the CNCK stand for coronavirus? <laughs> yeah, it does. But now I feel bad. Hopefully okay, I get good. superpowers um, and I can just spread that shit like Topwood Mary. Nice. There oh, you go. Be, that would be super cool if that ends up being the thing. It's like uh, God, the people that got it. Yeah. One of my favorite Spider-Man. What are your, your, your lingering side effects still right now? Like, what are you, what are you dealing with still? Shortness of breath. Um, I still have the pain. I have a scar on my left lung that will never go away. Um, mm. I'll live with that for the rest of my life. Uh, I feel that sometimes when I'm – well, obviously when I'm running – uh, I, I'm able to yeah. start. I'm able to run now some. Not like I could before. I can't run ten miles. Um, mm -hmm. but I can run a decent rate. Mostly for me right now, it's sprinting and heavy lifting, things that aren't so, okay. Uh, okay. you know, aerobic. Yeah. Do you 
feel this is something that you'll be able to build back up to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Good. If it makes but, you feeling better, I've never been up to 10 miles in my entire life. So <laughs> we'll get you there. Better. I can make anybody run 10 miles. I've walked 10 miles. Was yeah, I, I, I was pissed about it, but I did it. I, I would walk 500 miles, and I would walk 500 more. You know. <laughs> Are you guys creating a song together? Yes. Yeah, it's man. You haven't heard magic. it? That's exciting. Um, summer hit. But no, I'm kind of glad it. That there's no possibility that could give you powers because I know I would be out there licking people. Just like, <laughs> oh yeah, Spider Man. Yes. Hey man, we don't know yeah. when I get and that vaccine. I might mutate. You know what I mean? I might get. That's true. You could be an X Men. Yeah, I could be an X Men. And right now is a good time to be an X Men. You could be written by Jonathan Hickman. There you oh, go. Oh please, this would be a good time. I'm gonna be on. But yeah, it's one of those things where it just frustrates me when I see people out there that just think because they're young and healthy that they have nothing to fear and no risks. Yeah. Yep. Well, I'm it's... young and healthy, so. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to struggle so... for the next little bit um, trying to be who I was before. However, I am right now currently in the best shape I've been all year. Nice. Good. As far Good. as like physically – uh, the way, like the way that I'm shaped, anyway. So, awesome. I've just got to focus on power. So, yeah, and I think that you've um, you've done a really you've you've impressed me. I mean, honestly, because that had to be hell that you went through, and you seem to have come out the other side like stronger than before. I did. Yep. I had to. Yeah, dipped your like a what is that You're like? Right. Um, dipping still into fire to forge it. The Yes, sure. Forged from the you're, fires of the crucible. Uh, a crucible. Yes, that's yeah. your new name, the crucible. crucible. If you become a superhero, Ew, become nice. the crucible. Yes, I'm a McFarlane character. Oh God, did he create the crucible? <laughs> I don't know. It just sounds <laughs> like imagine. it. I mean, he's yeah, still gonna, it does. He's looking to use magic wand as a superhero name. Magic wand. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'd imagine. I'd imagine, yeah, because magic wand is probably like um, where it's been out for so long that anybody could use magic wand, and probably the people that first made magic wand are called magic wand brand or something. Yeah. Hold on, I got it. I got it. In 1995, Cody Kitts got the coronavirus and became the Crucible. Skin turned gray. Like I just like gray skin, leather vest, yeah. uh, lots yep. of pouches. Uh, be... <clears throat> lots of pouches. Yeah. Like sometimes we don't know for sure if your feet are, you actually have feet. Yeah. They might just be a pouch in themselves. Yeah. You just, it's always behind the brie. That's one guy who, um, I spread pneumonia. God bless Lyfield. He still draws. Yeah. Fuck it. He's working. Yeah. It's not the best drawing, but he draws. I mean, he's he's doing snake eyes. Oh, is he doing. Oh wait, the Snake Eyes movie or a comic? No, the comic right now. He's he's drawing that. Oh, okay. See, I was reading that new GI Joe, the one that they just kind of revamped with Cobra's taking over the country. Oh yeah. And I kind of lost my way in it uh, once Corona hit, and I missed like uh, two or three episodes. So I think I'm gonna wait till the trade and then get back into it it's because pretty it's pretty fucking uh, good. <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite GI Joe book since the one about Chuckles. That's my favorite of all time. Yeah, Power Chocolin did the art in that one? Yes, because Chuckles is the greatest yeah. G.I. Joe of all time. And 
don't try to change my fucking mind. <laughs> yeah. It, it's got, has he got a stupid no, name? Not, sir. <laughs> he's got a dumb name, but he's uh he's a really good I think Flynn is still my favorite. I'm not gonna I'm not Flint. gonna fight you, even though this is probably no. the only time in history that I could probably defeat you. No, we're gonna agree. <laughs> we're gonna agree because Flint is actually my favorite uh traditional Joe. Chuckles is just my favorite all time, like I guess, character from G.I. Joe. Cause he's Jason Bourne in a Hawaiian shirt. I've got another yeah. name for uh, Cody, by the way. Okay. It's Andy Dufresne from uh, Shawshank Redemption. Because he crawled through a river of shit and came clean out on the other side. Oh, nice. Indeed, mm-hmm. I did. Or came out clean on the other side. Can yeah. you be his came Morgan Freeman? Yeah. Uh, yes, I will I will definitely do that. But no blackface. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can't do blackface. Not we now. are uh, a family-friendly dildo show. <laughs> and we don't do that stuff. Um, so, but I'm so glad you're still with us, CK. That was, um, oh God. Yeah, yeah, that's terrible. You're, you're beloved. And, um, I just honestly can't wait to see until you're all healthy enough to get back on your podcast, because I think next to this podcast, you're like the second best podcast out there. Ooh, that's, that's a strong statement. Oh yeah, man. We're yes. gonna put out some good shit. But really, is there any other podcast besides ours and CK's? Well, there's a few more because we have some friends that do podcasts. So we'll. Oh, okay, okay. And we know what? All the rest of them tied for third. Yeah. There you go. All together. So you beat all them out, CK. I know. And, and Boston's got to feel good about himself because he's on the number one podcast and the number three podcast. Nice. That's Because Boston sometimes cheats. On. What's the name of your other podcast now, Boston? Wait, oh. Did we lose Boston? Is he talking about the Sagas and Shenanigans podcast? He is. You know that one? Oh, God, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, this was a little quiet there. Sorry. It's all right. Um, and you guys are like uh, close to the end of season one. Is that right? Uh, we've taken a break from recording season one. It is uh, Season one has now been fully recorded. Mm-hmm. Now I just have to get my shit together and finally finish the, all the editing. And get caught up so yeah that's what I'm, we're seeing right now i'm excited because that one is um that one's probably takes you a lot longer to edit than this one right like you, yeah yeah, super yeah that's gotta be yeah fit in the narrative and stuff and i can tell you there were times when uh boss and i would be um driving around and he'd be telling me about what he was about to do to you all ck and it was just incredible you could see the delight in his eyes <laughs> <laughs> he's evil and and wonderful and you know what? That's the best yeah. way I can describe Boston McCown in my entire life. There you go. There you go. You are evil the and wonderful I... and beautiful. He's a beautiful man. Um, the best thing. Remember that time, Boston? We were at the uh, at Kroger, and you had your mask on, and that one lady was very interested in your mask. Yes. That little black lady. What did she think? Well, I forgot what she was talking. Oh, dang it! Sorry. Ah oh, man, it was really good, but I, I've lost the story. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember. Well, fuck Ryan. So, the is killing me now, Ryan. Now you know I'm what? To continue until the, the story. Part ends. is this whole part here can be edited out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be edited from my brain. It can't actually. Well, I guess that's true. Yeah, we. Yeah, after that. you get the vaccine. Oh. Unbeknownst to Ryan, it would not be edited out. Oh. <laughs> no. All right. So before we move on, and I'm sad now, um, Scott, are you going to get the vaccine? I've already gotten it. 
I've got I've got so it's stored it's stored in my uh, in my shed. Okay. Um. Oh. Okay. So yours the shed where where Governor Lee just hides it. Okay. Yes. That makes sense. I, I, I probably. I mean, I'll, I'll. I definitely won't be one of the first to get it. I'll see, see how it reacts on everybody else first. <laughs> yeah. And by the time we're actually at the point where we should get it, because there's yeah. a lot of people before us that should get it. We right. should have a good idea about like side effects and things exactly. like that. Exactly. So I'm um, honest. So, so the real answer is I don't know yet. I want to get the one that Dolly Parton helped make. Ooh, yes. I wonder if you get that one if you get like free passes to Dollywood. <laughs> I think you should. They Does it turn you should. into Boston? a gay dean though? <laughs> gay dean. No, that gives you a beard gay like Amy Rogers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Now, since you're, since you've had it, do you? Will you still be getting the vaccine too, Cody? Or do you got the antibiotics yeah. and you're safe now? The antibodies that I have will probably only last three to five months. Um, okay. They don't know yet. But, yes, I will mm -hmm. get it because uh, it's our duty to get it at this point to eradicate this thing. Amen. Um, and if I can save one other life. Like, I've already given plasma for it a couple times. I didn't know you could get paid for it. I know that now. I don't care. But that would have been nice to have an extra eighty dollars every time I did it. I did it twice. Um, we down at the plasma center. Man, yeah, somebody gypped you, buddy. Yeah, down at the plasma center. Somebody... You know, we we went down there. The guy took it out, dropped it in a bucket, spun it around, put it back in me. Um, Whoa, that's a dildo show thing. So you wait. <laughs> amazing. Um, so, so you get eighty bucks every time that you give. That you give, uh, that you donate plasma. Right now, I would uh, because I have COVID infused infused plasma, which saves lives. Okay. Um, because awesome. I have the antibodies in my plasma. You're um, pretty much a hero. Earlier are. this year, you were saving people from the Australian fires, and now this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember that? Like, how much money did you end up raising for that? Uh, almost five thousand dollars. Nice, and that's crazy because that was still this year, right? Yeah, that was in January of this year. That's insane to me. In Boston, will you and yep. the lovely uh, Miss Charisma get it too? Uh, to to paraphrase something I saw on Twitter earlier this week, um, with the amount of shit I've already put in my body beforehand, yeah, the vaccine's fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I eat hot dogs. That's a good point. <laughs> I, I, uh, I drink. I drink bang. I just, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was it specifically the tweet was I've had like nine thousand dicks inside of me. I don't care what's in the vaccine. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's also the Norutu uh themed dildo. <laughs> nine thousand yeah. nine tailed dick. Yep, nine -tailed that's right. Dick. <laughs> yes, that's right. Um, so since we're good on time, CK, we can uh -huh. we can wait till later to do the top five lists. Absolutely, if you want to. Uh, I mean, even though that's what okay. I was most prepared for, and now you got me all fucked up, so I don't know. What, what do you want to do? No, no, that's yeah, fine. I mean, we can dive right into that first. <laughs> yeah, do you want to go right into the top five? You you have, you, 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 you're a hero right now, so we're going to do it the way you I had COVID. Exactly. <laughs> he had COVID, and, and look what you're trying to do to him, Ryan. Dude, I would walk into rooms and make people stand up and give me applause. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. I thought about just strolling like to the hospital person. and being like, I can't yeah. get sick. Yeah. <laughs> just, start, just start licking cancer kids. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. 
I, I know oh. sometimes I go, I go a little too far, like with that oh, dildo. Um, <laughs> but okay, so we'll start with the top five. So basically, we're gonna do um, top five games, uh, top five TV shows, top five movies, whatever we want to do for our top fives. Uh -huh. um, who has top five games? I, I do, uh, but I want, I want Cody to go first. I, okay. I have I have top five. I have top five video games I played this year. That's Same, what right? I have too. Yeah, that, uh, right. That I have, that I have top three TV shows, and I have two more that I just want to add. That's some of my favorites. Okay, not from this right. year, but I'm so, cheating a little bit on that. So what we'll do to start with, we'll start with our video games since we all have done video games, and we'll each give our five, and then walk back around the room. Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this is still more prep than we've ever done before. Oh yeah, this is this is right. I'll, I don't even know how to handle myself right now. We're so we're so prepared. We are killing this thing. Yeah. See, Cody on their show, COVID they have it. segments. Yes, yes. <laughs> they have segments on their shows. We we would not. At one point, Bingy tried to get us to do segments. Yeah, we tried real hard at one point. <laughs> yeah, and we, I just wanted to grab him by his little adorable cheeks and, you know, oh, you're so adorable. Oh, you're adorable. All right, so we'll go in order from last to enter the room to first to enter the room. Uh, so, oh. Scott? I thought, it was, I thought we were letting Cody go first. Oh, no, 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 no. You're right. You're right. Nope. He's the guest. Cody? I'm, sorry. I'm so sorry for Ryan's rude behavior, Cody. I fucking had COVID, Ryan. I'm worse. I know I am worse than COVID nineteen. I'm COVID twenty. That's how much worse I am. I heard uh, about COVID twenty out with the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> there's gonna be uh, there's gonna be some uh, trans tracker chip tracking chips in the, in that vaccine. They're gonna be able to track you wherever you go. They're gonna know right when you're at the Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> he says talking into his cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna know oh, what you it. watch on TV. If you binged all those seasons of Hee Haw, they're gonna and, know. And what are they gonna do with all the info? I have no idea. Yeah. Okay, so side side note real quick. I loved Hee Haw when I was growing up, but the only sketch I never understood was the one where the grandpa just sat there and talked about all the stuff that we're having for dinner. And people I don't know why crack that, up when I don't understand go, it no beans and cornbread. And they're like, motherfuck. I hope, we, I hope this is the one where he says scallop potatoes. Um, but <laughs> it's so strange. What is your, uh, yeah, it's so weird. Uh, what is your number five, CK? It's, it's going to happen. Um, my number five would be Resident Evil 3. It was short, but ah. sweet. Nice. And that's mm. the, um, the remake that came out earlier this year? Yes. Yeah, I had a lot of fun okay, playing perfect. it. But one one night, it, I beat it in one night, but it was a fun ass night. That's awesome. Yeah, it's uh, hopefully it does well and it did well enough that they'll do Veronica next. Hell yeah! Ooh, that'd be yeah. oh oh yeah yeah. <laughs> now you're probably get Steve a redemption. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, Boston, what was your number five? Uh, my f number five of the top games I've played this year is Cyberpunk 2077. Nice. Okay. Um, there you go. We're going to Yep. Go ahead. The, the, despite, well, despite what we're going to talk about later, and yep. uh, I want to, as, as, I, as I've said before, um, everybody's right. Holy fuck. <laughs> I murdered seven civilians because the area hadn't loaded yet. <laughs> what? 
And like all of a sudden, I'm just driving along. I'm just driving along, minding my business, trying to find the next uh, area. And just all of a sudden, it's like, and a bodega appears, and I, my car is just in the bodega, killing people. And I had to had to reload. So yeah, no, the bugs are absolutely god awful. Fuck you, CD Projekt Red. But Number I've still five. had a lot of fun with it. I've really enjoyed the story. I've really enjoyed some of the gameplay with it. So, um, so it's a okay. Yeah. Noble failure, kinda. All right. Yeah, um, noble failure. Scott, It'll what get is better. number five for you? Number five for me <laughs> would be. I'm, I'm torn, but four and four and five are pretty close. Uh, okay. So I'm looking to go with uh, with my gut here on five, and that's Deep Rock Galactic. Yeah, okay. I'm just having so much fun with that game. Uh, basically, for him who doesn't know, it's it's you're you're basically playing as miners, uh, dwarven miners in space, uh, and you can do four player co op. Uh, but it's not just mining. You have a bunch of like creatures yet that are always trying to attack you. So it's 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 just a very fun game uh, by yourself or uh, or co-op. Okay, that sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. That's the one I. Hopefully, you guys can show me that on Sunday when we're at the Wallers because I'd like to see yeah. that. Yeah, yes, because Ryan does have it. I play with him. Yeah. Nice. Um, my number five is Paper Mario and the Origami King. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> it's. Like most Paper Mario games, it has a silly, a silly ass story. It's got fun. Um, the combat's not as fun in this one as the older ones, but what makes this one good is the story is super good. I actually cried over a bomb bomb dying. Oh, oh yeah. There's sure. a yeah. There's sorry. Uh, there's a scene um, in the game where something where a bomb bomb does something to save Mario and uh, the little princess uh, origami princess, and it's heartbreaking. Oh yeah, no, that's so sad. I know where you're talking about exactly. Oh my god. Yeah, 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 yeah. I um, once that whole thing was taken care of, I had to turn the game off and walk away from it for a couple of minutes because I was just <laughs> like, did I just get really emotional in a Mario game? <laughs> That's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah, no, it's super it's good. Um, yeah, see, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> I'm going to cry now. CK, tell me, all right? A boohoo, a boohoo, a boohoo. It's, it's, it's not a lasagna sauce. It's on my tears. CK, <laughs> uh, what was your number four? Uh, my number four is Spelunky too. Oh, okay. good call. <laughs> That's uh, a good one. So I got to try out Spelunky okay. too, um, and it was super yeah. fun. Um, I, I honestly, dude, like the first Spelunky came out. Oh uh, god, I guess that was PS3 era, and I played that pretty much nonstop for like a year. <laughs> and this new one is it, it, it's it's a perfect sequel to Spelunky by it being very Spelunky-ish, but also it's like the the Mario two of Spelunky games, if you will. Um, that's the best way I can oh, explain nice. it. Okay. Um, and they're kind of roguelike games, right? Yeah, they are. Uh, roguelike, okay. uh, with a bit oh. of, uh, that Dig Dug feeling. I don't know how else to explain that Dig Dug feeling. Like, you're not doing Dig D- Dug D- stuff, D- but D- that 2D vertical, no, I more it. vertical yeah. than horizontal kind of feeling. Okay. Uh, Ice Climbers, it- Dig Dug. Yep. stuff like that and it um and it always um does like um 
really well with the critics, right? Like tens, like the first one, and I think the second one has done oh, yeah. really well too. Yeah. Yeah, that's when you awesome. make something that tight um, that controls that well, um, yeah, that's good shit. That's Very awesome. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Boston, what do you have for your number so four? My, uh, for number four of games played this year, uh, Oddworld Abe's Odyssey, because it's now available in the Epic Game Store. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> All right. Is it uh, a remake? Uh, it, it is sort of a remaster, because okay. they're getting geared up for the new uh, Soulstorm, I think. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, and so, yeah, they've made it available on the Epic Game Store. Uh, sadly, right now, as we're talking, it is free to play, or it's free to download, but uh, it probably will not be by the time this episode goes live. Well, we may have some time travelers. If you're um, from the past, and you're going to stay in, I don't know, if you're in the past and you listen to the, I don't, I don't know how to say that. I'm, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. Right. I'm and yeah, you know shitty what? games that that out. that's a different show, Brian. Yes. Yeah, edit that out too, Boston. Um, <laughs> Scott, what is your number four? So, my number four, and I, I, have to, I have to say this I, I can't remember if this was played this year or if it was kind of late last year, uh, okay. but I like it, I really like it so much. I wanted to add it, uh, okay. but it's Children of Morta. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Uh, that's so basically it's a kind of like a dungeon crawler, but you're, you're playing as a member of a family. Uh, so each time you, you know, you go on your, your raid, you pick which, which member you want to play as, and they each have their own abilities. And then the further you go into the game, you, you unlock different, uh, members of the family. What's really cool about it is like, when you die, that's kind of like dying is almost what progresses the storyline. Uh, I guess things happen after you die and things, you know, cause to get, you're going to die. There, there's no way around it. It's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> you know, so, and as, as well as like beating the different dungeons and bosses unlocks things too, but it's just a very fun game. Nice. That sounds super cool. Oh yeah. I highly recommend it. So it's like, it's a legacy style roguelite. Uh, yes. Yeah, so somewhat. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Uh, I like those. Very, very fun. And my number four will be Hades. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good things about Hades. Yeah, I do not like roguelites for the most part. Um, so I was kind of like sour on wanting to play that one. I uh, like all the other games Supergiant has done, but um, they did a sale like um, the first week it was on Switch. And I bit, I was like, I'm, I guess if it's, if it's bad, I've just lost, you know, $10. But no, it's super, super good. Um, it does a really good job with explaining like why he's dying and restarting the levels over and over again. And, um, it's got a really good way to, um, for accessibility for people that aren't like super, super good at these kind of games where like it keeps the difficulty and everything still the same, but everything, every time you die, your defense rises 2%. Mm. So, um, and you have to beat the game like 10 times mm. to actually see the full ending. Um, it's super cool, the writing, like, between the gods. Um, the gameplay is super silky and smooth. Um, it's very good. Uh, what do we have for number three, Cody? Kick in the heavy metal music, boys. It's Doom Eternal. Okay. Nice. Yeah. You I love this game so much. I've beat it, like, 15 times. Um, <laughs> and it's on Game Pass now. It is. And I've beat it on every difficulty. I have the deal, all the DLC. I love the multiplayer. It's awesome. Uh, the uh, it's wonky as hell figuring out the uh, the platforming at first, but once you figure it out, it's so satisfying for some reason. I don't know why. 
it's so fun mm -hmm. um and the multiplayer where you can be different demons and, ah god this game is awesome <laughs> this took it took everything from 2016 I... it took everything from 2016 it was like you know what we're gonna make this more comic booky and crazy like we're just gonna make this insane and that's what doom should do it should kick it up every time and honestly like I don't even know how they follow this one. Like, can you make another one at this point? Is it just straight? You just get methamphetamine in the mail when you get the new one. Like, is that what happens? <laughs> and I don't um, know. They're one DLC. They're one DLC pack into it. Yeah, uh, the second one's coming out. I think in January, end of January. That's awesome. Um, I'm so glad it did well too. It was so cool that that and Animal Crossing both came out the same day, and both of them are doing super well for the year. And I'll put that right there, that honorable mention, too, because Animal Crossing almost, like, supersedes a list for me because it's like that Zen game that you just have yep. forever at that point. So, yeah, like, I had them oh, yeah. both on the same day during the first lockdown, and they carried me through a lot of sad times. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Boston, what do you got for number three? All right, for my number three, uh, where do you go? Oh, no, where do you go? Uh... West of Dead. Oh yeah, uh, that looks awesome. West Dead was yep. yeah, a fun little, fun little. Apparently, we all we all have roguelikes somewhere on our list this week. <laughs> That's true. Uh, West of Dead is a really good, uh, fun little fun little game that I got into the beta of, and I got to play around with a little bit and hear the beautiful uh, dulcet tones of Ron Perlman in my ears as I'm murdering oh. zombies all over the place. Really. Yeah, uh, they got Ron Perlman. They got Ron Perlman to do the voice acting, and it's this. It's very reminiscent of. Uh, it's it's like a it's a very it's a tactical it's like almost like a tactical twin stick shooter. Interesting. Like you gotta like you gotta uh, you've got old old west style weapons, so you have to be careful to aim because your your reload is real slow. Okay. And you gotta like just figure out where the enemies are coming from and take them out quick. And it was it was a real fun game to play in the beta, and uh, I've enjoyed playing the full version as well. Nice. And the, um, am I wrong to say the art style looks like Mike Magnolia art? Uh, it, yeah, it kind of does. It kind of does. Similar to Void Bastards. Uh, I just love that. I love that cell cell shading. No, it's awesome. Uh, it that looks fantastic. Is this only on Steam? I think it's on console because I know it's an Xbox Game Pass. It is on on console. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yep, it is. I just looked at it here. It's I can see switch. Okay, awesome. That looks amazing. Why does that remind me of Dark Watch for some reason? Oh yeah. It it really does, doesn't it? Um I'm looking at the image page on Google and it just once I saw it and he started talking about Ron Perlman, all I can see is Hellboy now. And Mike Magnolia. <laughs> what is your number three, Scott? My number three is actually No Man's Sky. Oh, I have played a lot of it. Uh, so I played No Man's Sky since it first came out, uh, and how the game is now versus how it, it's a totally different game. Uh, it, yeah. it is like what the game was supposed to have been when it came out, plus probably ten times more. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's such a fun game. You, you can spend. I think I put two hundred and fifty hours in No Man's Sky. <laughs> uh, it's ahead. on the Game Pass. Uh, oh, is it on Game Pass? I, I, that was just asking. I don't know. Oh yeah, uh, no, I have it on. I have it on PlayStation because it was originally, okay. uh, you know, 
release on on uh, PlayStation, not Xbox. Okay. So I don't think it's on Game Pass. Uh, I haven't seen it. I don't believe. Um, but yeah, it's it's it is worth buying at this point for sure. Probably awesome. not so much when the first was released because uh, it wasn't ready. But it is it is phenomenal. And they they just won the Game Awards for like best uh, ongoing game for 2020. Oh yeah, I saw that, and they were yeah. like, um, when they went to them, they seemed very, uh, very touched that they were. Oh, for sure. I, uh, he was Sean Murray was like very surprised that he won it. <laughs> huh. Yeah, but that's that's definitely my number three. That's awesome. Some good, um, good my number three, we just mentioned a second ago, and I'm so far really digging the fact that all our lists are different. I think that yeah, just kind of shows just how big of a year this was. Um, mm-hmm. But every year we need a hero. And this year, the hero was K.K. Slider. Um, Animal Crossing is my number three game of the year. Nice. Uh, nice. And this is like one of those reasons why it pays off to let them take their time with making games. Absolutely. Yeah. If Nintendo wanted to be dickish, they could have basically worked their people to death last year and made them bring it out, like I think, in the fall. But instead, they said, you know what? We want our people to um, experience life, like have fun. We're going to push this game until April. And people said, oh, that's a mistake. That's so stupid. Nintendo has nothing for the end of the year now. But Animal Crossing, I think, is the best-selling game of this generation. It is. Yep. It probably yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. And, I, oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I, I, can't, I, I can't understand people who get, that get so furious to the point of sending death threats to companies because they delay games. I would, yep. I will wait six months, however long, if, if it's worth the wait. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I'd rather have that than a broken game. Any yeah, because yeah, we're sorry, CD right Project now. Red. We're sorry. <laughs> yeah, right. But we've already let's see here. Um, we're we're down to uh, we're going to be in our final two in a second. But so far, nobody has said the same game as another person. There's so much content out there. Uh, Disney Plus just announced basically a whole year of content um, wow. that would probably take a year to watch it all. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there's stuff out there. Just um, to the sport, you know, like the people who wait and treat their companies right, I think karma will will pay off for you in the end. Um, I agree. Well yep. said, so good of a game. Uh, Cody, what is your number two? My number two. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, oh my God, the COVID's turned him into a robot. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, that, was, that was clearly Dr. Evil. Come on now. Yeah, yeah, yeah Dr. Evil, for sure. <laughs> oh, um, I'm sorry. I, yeah, you're right. So a game that I've played that's got me through so many days of work uh, on my Nintendo Switch is Streets of Rage 4. Oh, yes. Nice. I love beat uh, Such a good game. Yep. And that one I've replayed. Uh, God, dude, I've played that game so much that I can almost tell you where everybody's going to come out at. But I still replay it. It's like the original Double Dragon for me. It, it, it yep. it's, it's amazing. It's so much fun. Um I absolutely love the shit out of that game. Uh, it, it's the best beat em up that's come out in years. Best beat em up since Scott Pilgrim versus the World, um, which is still my favorite mm, probably yeah. of all time. But which comes back out in January? Yes, uh, allegedly. God. Allegedly, yeah. Yep. Yeah. We'll um, did you after you played it after you played Street to Rage Four? Did you have this desire to go and pick up a lot more beat em up collections? Yeah, I, I had the. Uh, I had the whole. Um, uh, what was it called? I've got it for my my Switch. The the um the Capcom uh, brawler, the six pack brawler. No, no, no. It's got Double Dragon and oh, Rurouni, or not uh, River Rurouni, City Ransom. River City Ransom, 
Double Dragon, yep. one, two, three on it. River City Ransom, one, two. Uh, also, I played River City Girls. That kind of coincides with that as well. That was a good one. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I haven't got a chance to play River City Girls so far, and it is a lot of fun. Yeah, super cool. It's a, it's a cool genre. It's uh, one that I'm glad is starting to get a little bit of a renaissance. Um, yeah, super good. We don't need like all everything to be convoluted stories with all these different twisty gameplays. I think sometimes like a simple two side two D two two D side scrollers all you really need. Yeah, they're so Double great. Dragon two for life. Oh hell yeah, that's yeah. the best one. Uh, <laughs> oh, I loved it. I love the part when you're on the helicopter and you just go in the corner and just spin kick everybody to <laughs> death. <laughs> yeah. So fun. Um, Boston, what is number two for you? Dark Siders Genesis. Nice. Yeah. Now, which one is this? Uh, this is the fourth uh, entry in the, the fourth entry in the series. Okay. Uh, and also, but technically a prequel as far as the stories go. Okay. Because it takes place before war is uh, snatched up. Okay. Uh, and it plays differently than the rest of them too, right? Yes, very differently. It's a it's another ten, twin stick shooter. Um, so it's top down, very much like a Diablo clone. Uh, only you can uh, play. You can switch between strife and war, so you can play ranged and melee as you wish. Nice, that mm-hmm. sounds awesome. Um, and that is what is that on? That's on pretty much everything too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, pretty much every all systems. Okay, perfect. Hey, you know, there's another game that came uh, out this year that was kind of like that. Uh, Minecraft Dungeons plays very similarly, uh, which is actually really? a pretty huh. cool game. Yeah. Huh. I need to play that because that, that's on uh, Game Pass as well. Yeah. So I've I've heard I've heard weird things about that game. I, I uh, we kept trying to play it, we never got around to it. Um, because what was it? People who were people people who weren't fans of Minecraft enjoyed it. But people who were fans of Minecraft were like, meh. Yeah, I can see it happening. And people who were fans of Diablo were like, this is bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's all, it's, yeah, it's kind of in the middle of all that. That's yeah. kind of fascinating to me. So it's like a Minecraft Diablo game. Mm-hmm. Yes, that sounds amazing. Uh, although there's nothing, the only thing Minecrafty about it is the aesthetic in the world. Yeah, that's it. Uh, huh. That that does sound really good though. Um, yeah, like I said, try. it's another good year. Um, Scott, what is your number two? I am actually doing a swap out uh, on you, Ryan. Oh, jeez. Uh, okay. Wow. I know. Uh, so my number two was originally my number one, but I don't feel like I can do that because I haven't beat it yet. Uh, okay. And so I don't think it's fair. Although it, once I do beat it, because of how much I'm enjoying it right now, uh, okay. it, it could change. But it'd be my number one. Okay. Um, so as of right now, uh, my number two is The Last of Us Two. Oh, okay. I love this game. So I'm engrossed into this game. Like I, I I'm really big. Like I love anything that has to do. With, I'm gonna avoid spoilers, but anything that has to do with like revenge style things, yep. I, that's mm. just my go-to. Like I, I, I'm just oh, loving The Last of Us Two. Uh, and where are you at in it? I don't know how to say that without spoiling anything. Um, um, are you still in Seattle? I'm in Seattle, yes, still in uh, Seattle. What day are you on? I don't know. Uh, Have don't you remember. found a theater yet? So I'm actually looking for one of the females right now. If that, if that, if that, if that tells you anything, one of the females that were that was in the group. females. Okay. Yep. That, that was in the group that you know would happen. Uh, so okay. I, I'm going to. I think the theater is where I'm headed to next. Yep. And you want to hear something crazy, dude? 
You're what? not even a third of the way through that game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why. That's why I couldn't. I I couldn't make get myself to give it number one because I know I, I have so much more to go. I get but it. I am just loving it so far. I respect. Uh, it. Yeah, I, I'm totally engrossed in the game. Something something happened that I that I was very scared was going to happen, and it did. And I was like, I was so pissed last night. And I can't say <laughs> what it is, but yeah. Oh yeah, no, it's uh, one of those games that's best to go in as spoiler free as possible. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. My number two is Ghost of Tsushima. Nice. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it's yeah. brilliant. It's like I think we talked a lot about in the episode, last episode. The uh, fighting style is great. The open world is so freaking well done. Um, I'm 46 hours into it now, which is crazy nice. for me to be that fast in the game for like a little over a month. Um, <laughs> and I'm still in Act Two of three. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I still have a a good way to go, but I'm still having fun with it. Um, It's just super brilliant. Um, Cody? I couldn't uh, put that on my list only because I'm only like an act one. Uh, (laughs) I could could tell like, yeah, game's going to be that's that's Uh, I wanted to add it on there. was like, I can't do that. I'm I'm not far into it enough to justify that yet. I respect you, man. You're very you're very, you know, like into this list thing. You're very, like, uh, you're, know, you're, you're, you're humble. You're not, you're honest about it. I like it. I got to hear about it. Yep. Uh, Cody, what is number one? Number one is to echo you, Ghost of Tsushima. Um, okay. Nice. It is the game that, uh, it's like it's made for me, man. The only thing else it would need is, like, some shit going on in space, like, halfway through or something. Like, and, like, <laughs> synth wave playing in the background i don't know like you can add a couple things and make it perfect for cody (laughs) but Uh like it is it's a samurai simulator oh for sure yeah 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 and it's beautiful breathtaking to the point where every scene feels like it's a narrative and it feels like i'm in japan uh, it's everything I love. Uh, being a lifelong martial artist and practitioner of mostly Japanese martial arts, it Same. like it it hits me <laughs> very hard. Yep. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's like, there's so much going and, and like I, I've I've re- I'm on my third playthrough. I played it the second time through with in, okay. Kuros- in Kurosawa mode. Um, oh yeah, that's so crazy that they did that whole mode like that. Oh, yeah. it's beautiful. It's like, uh, and I my favorite parts is following the foxes. Oh yeah, gorgeous game. See, gorgeous I hadn't game. Even got to that point yet. That, that's how that's how early into the game that I am in it, and and I already wanted to add that to my list. Yeah, <laughs> and, um, and I'm that early on into the game. Wait till you get to your duels. The duels are so freaking well done. Oh, nice. It, it, um, the, the combat, I, the sword combat, is so perfect. Yep. The only thing um, better just, I've ever played with swords was uh, Metal Gear Rising, probably. Okay. Yep. Uh, yeah, I just um, I just did the the duels with some of the Ronins and the way how cinematic it, it is. Um, and then I had to deal with a lady that is uh, that would be a spoiler, so I'm not going to do it. But when I realized that we were about to duel, I gasped and then quickly changed my gear to my awesome uh-huh. dueling gear. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's uh, so it's, cool. it's amazing that Sony did two fantastic games like basically in a month apart from each other. It's yeah. ridiculous. I mean, I would um, say that The Last yeah. of Us 2 would be my game of the year in any other setting. Um, yeah. And it would have been without Ghost of Tsushima existing. Oh, yeah. No, Ghost of Tsushima is, right. um, oh, is, is incredible. Uh, Boston, what is number one for you? 
Uh, for me, number one game this year that I really have enjoyed, uh, Knights and Bikes. Okay, <laughs> awesome. I don't think I know uh, what that is. Yeah, another one that came to the Game Pass uh, after a bit. It is a adorable little game from... Uh, Tim oh, Schafer, uh, Tim Schafer's company, Double Fine. Yeah, it was, yeah, Tim, it was, yeah, Double really? Fine. Okay. Yep, it was a Double Fine production, and it is just adorable. Mm-hmm. And like you just play as you, play, I don't know. I like any game. I like any game that lets you play as kids in a wholesome fashion. Yep. And you just get to be like fucking have fun with shit, and it's great. And I, I love the um, the first mini the golf putt putt thing where they kind of explain the way the rules work of the game. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, so mm. good. Uh, and such a good theme song. Yes. <laughs> the theme song is amazing. Um, Scott, what is number one for you? So number one for me is definitely not a game that has come out this year. Uh, okay. But it's it's a it's a series that I've spent the most amount of time uh, playing that I personally have played this year. Yeah, I mean, just countless hours. Uh, I cannot stress enough how much enjoyment I've had out of it, uh, and it's the Dark Souls series. Okay, uh, you played through a bunch of them this year, right? Yeah, well, one and two. Uh, okay. So I haven't actually even beat two yet, uh, but uh, I probably put 60, 70 hours in one, maybe even more. Wow. Uh, I can tell you how Dark many Soul- hours. What's that? Dark Souls 2, the, uh, the Dark Souls 2, the fan's least favorite, the streamer's most favorite. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm still enjoying it though. Uh, so like, uh, it's 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 definitely not for everyone, you know, because you will mm-hmm. get your ass hammered to you. Uh, but mm-hmm. I I can't even tell you how many times I've died in that in that series. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's 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 crazy. But uh, yeah, it's it's if you want a, a, a challenge and yeah. a very rewarding game for when you beat said bosses or what or what have you, Dark Souls is it. I mean, yeah. it is Dude, there is no better feeling in the world than finally beating yeah. a boss in the Souls game. No joke. We really, and, I don't know, and man. We, we got some dildos coming up on the next episode. <laughs> <of that. laughs> well, the re- reason I'm bringing it up as my number one for this year is because I I, I was late to the game. Uh, this is uh, this is the first time I played them. Uh, so, well, I did play, uh, I think, like Demon Souls, the original Demon Souls, years ago. Not very much. I, I just didn't. I don't know why I didn't get. I didn't finish it. But as far as the the other other Soul series, this is the first year I've ever played them. Uh, so that's man, and I've loved them so much. That's that's kind of why. I've, I have it on my top of the list. That's awesome. Uh, and my top of the list, I think this is the second time during this list that we've had kind of the same games. That's just crazy that it didn't happen more. But my number one game of the year was Last of Us 2. Um, yep. Like what Scott said, it's a game about revenge, but it's not like a positive look at revenge. It shows how revenge basically destroys two people. Mm-hmm. Um, to not go into spoilers. Right. Um, it's the story of consequences, stuff that happened in because I think of this as the second part of a trilogy. So stuff that a character that characters do in the first game have ramifications that have to be dealt with in the second game, and then also in the second game, it makes you see other scenes from the first game in a different light that kind of changes how you might feel as you're playing the game. Um, and it's got the quality that Naughty Dog puts in every game they make. I yeah. hate the fact that people out there just basically started attacking this game before it really came out and really gave it a chance because these are the kind of games like I think that we need to show that games are just as important as movies. 
Uh-huh. I agree. Uh, and I think it's fascinating, too, because, Ryan, like I was telling you, my so we have a mutual friend, uh, Gedalia, uh, and he's he's beat the whole game, too, like Ryan has. Uh, and they both have two different viewpoints <laughs> on the whole revenge factor, you know? Yep. <laughs> so, I don't want to go too much spoilers either, but, yeah, it's it's – it's and, fascinating how the game can affect different people in different ways. Yep, and it has so many really good quiet scenes. Scott, I can't wait till you get to the museum. Oh my oh, god! Um, there's a scene in there uh, between two of the characters that some of the best writing and acting I've ever seen in a game. I'm not gonna. I wish we could oh, talk about it, Scott, I but I know we can't. Um, yeah, it's so good. All right, so yeah. that okay. So who? I guess we'll go into another category. Who has TV shows? Who has TV shows? Okay. Um, we'll do top five TV shows. Boston, do you have TV shows or no? Uh, I have this one. I, I have one of the list. And uh, while they tried to make some TV shows, didn't take off as well as they wanted. That's okay. Um, all right. So I have five. How many do you have, Cody? I have five. I can do. Okay. Um, I have five as well. Okay. All right. And Boston, you're just going to hang out and listen to this one? Well, I'm going to listen to this one. Okay. All right. Don't look at any dildo stuff. You got to save that for the episode. Too late. Austin gets distracted. <laughs> Dang it. And once again, um, if you had COVID, you get to go first. Awesome. I knew uh, it. Dang it. <laughs> I never get to go first. Good. Get COVID. That's all I'm right, telling you. All right. I guess. All right. So, Cody, what is number five? Number five on my list. And a lot of these belong to HBO this year, man. I don't know what happened, nice. but they yep. have killed it. Uh, the new Perry Mason yep. miniseries. Oh, not a miniseries, an ongoing series. Right, now it is an ongoing series. At first I was like, oh, yes. it's a miniseries. And then they picked it up, and now it's going to carry on. It is fucking awesome. Like, yeah. <laughs> and um, who's the main actor? Uh, the guy from the Americans. Uh, God, what is his n- Oh, you've put me on the spot now, you son of a yeah, bitch. Uh, but he's phenomenal as Perry Mason. Yeah, he is He was awesome. phenomenal in the Americans as well. Yep. Oh, it's such a and it goes in places that you don't expect it to go. It is super good. Uh, I love detective stuff anyway. It's my heart lives in that. I don't know. Like I love noir stuff, and it is. It's dark. It's heartfelt. Um, it's well acted. It's well written. Uh, like you know, it's detective in that way of like Law and Order is where it's like this is this is a law practice. It's very Daredevil, I guess. I could. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Like very noir too. Yeah, like very Daredevil, and I mean like that that Nelson and uh, Murdoch yep. side of Daredevil that I really like to see. No, no, right. it's yeah, because the first season's basically his origin story, what turns yeah. him into a lawyer. Yeah, so good, man. Such Watch a good this show. Yeah. No, I think your parents might not like it. If your parents like Perry, Perry Mason growing up, this is not your daddy's Perry Mason. No. <laughs> Yeah, there's uh there's a child death in the first episode. Oh uh-huh. also, um what's her face from Orphan Black is phenomenal in this. Oh yeah, that's Tatiana oh, yeah. Yeah. Tatiana, yeah, I, I've told Ryan before I will watch anything that she is in. Uh, have you watched Perry Mason yet? No, but I'm going to. Okay, uh, it's, it's happening. All right. Um Scott, what was your fifth best show that you saw this year? So uh my fifth best show could actually be higher as well. It's kind of like The Last of Us as well because I'm only on yep. season one. Okay. Um, but uh, it has so much potential, and I really I, I enjoy it so much. Uh, and it's Yellowstone. Okay, yeah. uh, Kevin Costner, right? Yes, yes. It's, it's Kevin. So it's basically the best way I can describe it is 
it's it's like a, a mafia show set in the western days okay. uh, or not in the western days but set in set in the west uh because he's like uh he owns a huge huge ranch and he's like you know kind of runs the town so to speak uh, modern his, his family is kind of like, like his, now yeah it's right okay. it's modern right I, I didn't mean to say i didn't mean to say western like yeah. as, as in like as, as you know back in the day but it's a modern uh in the western absolutely and it's so yeah. good man yeah. he's great in it and the, the cast is phenomenal um and the writer the writer on that show is incredible like the guy who created the show yeah um he wrote sicario hell or high water uh wind river and the sequel to sicario so he's done That's a lot of really good stuff <laughs> yeah 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 okay and that's like three seasons in i think three yeah three seasons in. okay all right um for me number five is the mandalorian and since scott hasn't watched it yet we can't really go into <laughs> much um but i'm not the biggest star wars fan right um but i have really geeked out on this show like with the first season you have no idea where it's going to go in the second season you kind of get an idea at the end when um um gustavo has the dark saber but um after watching the second season i'm like okay i guess i'm gonna have to try clone wars the tv show i'm gonna hey, have to really? okay yeah, yeah yeah it's it's all right it's, it's phenomenal um what do you got for four cody uh the great british bake-off and i don't think i need to explain okay. any other reason why that that's so fucking awesome watch it all right so question did you hate the ending of the season because I heard a lot of people were pissed off about one of the bakers that went out very late in the game. No, it makes for good TV. I mean, everybody okay. kind of, like, I mean, stuff like that happens in quote yep. unquote reality television. I've worked in yep. quote unquote reality television and sometimes uh -huh. things just make good TV. So, okay. No, That's awesome. But yeah, it's a, uh, it's feel good competition because they're not really shady with each other either. Just doing it for the love of bacon, man. Like they're not, yep. they're not in here winning anything. It's, it's for the love of the craft. Yep, it's the it's like how we do this podcast for the love of the craft. Exactly. Um, Scott, what is number four for you? So number four is one of the two shows that uh, I have not watched this year, uh, but I absolutely love it, and I, I would I would watch seven more seasons of it if they would come out with it. Uh, okay. And that's Black Mirror. Oh yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I love that show. Um, it's basically a modern day Twilight Zone. Okay, mm -hmm. and um, I know it has been picked up, but I think COVID's kind of delayed everything with it. Got it. Well, hey, as long as it's been picked up, that's that's what I care about. I, I, yeah. I absolutely just adore that show. Yeah, it's the Even one. Though the very first episode's kind of kind of here for your first pick. <laughs> so yeah. So okay, that's a question. If you're going to show Black Mirror to somebody new, right? Go, hey, you're going to love the show. Do yes. you start them with the first episode, I or do you think, ease I, I them in? I don't think so. I don't think so because I think the first episode could really turn people off. Okay, yeah. Uh, so I don't. I don't think I would start with the very first episode. Um, has everybody here seen Black Mirror? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I have. So we I all know what we're talking about. Me, I have. Well, uh, Boston. Yes. I like yeah. the Black Mirrors. <laughs> yes. So. Yeah. yeah. Let's just say it does. Uh, it basically uh, pulls a deliverance. Yes, it does. <laughs> oh wow! Um, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it it's dark, and that's crazy to me that that was the first episode. They're like, okay, guys, know, first episode, we're gonna do this, and it's gonna be incredible. It's I, I just love things that are that are like dark and twisted, and you know, like you have no idea what's 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 coming. And yeah, I, I I just think Black Mirror is phenomenal. Four for me is Gangs of London. It's AMC. 
it's by the guy who did uh, the Raid 1 and 2. Um, if you've seen the Raid, super phenomenal actions, action uh, movies, like some of the best fight sequences and action sequences I've seen in movies for like the last decade. Think of all that and just put it in a TV show because that's what okay. it is. Every episode, it just has like two or three brutal uh, fight sequences. Hey, that's so called, that, uh, Gangs of London. That's, of Gareth, London. that's Gareth Evans doing that too? Yep, directs, the, directs every episode. The fifth episode of the first season is maybe the best hour of television. Why haven't I watched it's, this shit? Yeah, it's, um, it's one of those things that's been buried on AMC+. Plus. For some reason, it was only available there, so I are, I saw it a different way. Um, but yeah, it's uh, uh-huh. it's it's yeah, phenomenal. Well. The storyline the storyline is good, but if you like the Raid one and two, you're basically already there for Gangs uh-huh. of London. It's basically Raids okay. one and two as a TV series. So good. Um, what do you? Awesome. All right. Yeah, so good. I'm so on. good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what do you have for three, uh, Cody? Oh, uh, oh, gosh, uh, Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. It, 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 Super it good. It's perfectly kind of in the center of my, yeah, center of my list. I love Star Wars. Uh, it doesn't win because it, 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 it's, it's not the best show on TV. It's fucking awesome, but like, it's not the best. Uh, sounds a good fan it's, service. It's, it's really good fan service. It's not what, like the other things on my list, but it's, it's really good. And, uh, today's episode made me. Uh, there's been two episodes this year, almost no three, that made me au- cry audibly to the point that people were worried about me. Um, oh wow! T- yep. Today's oh, episode yeah. was a problem. Uh, yep. Yeah, it's something yeah, it's, thir- it's, I've needed yeah. for thirty years in Star Wars was answered for me today in a way that yeah, I. I'm gonna have to get on this tomorrow. Yeah, in a uh, way that I've uh, never uh, knew I needed. Until today, I, and, and I knew I needed it, but I didn't. Yep, and it's like one of those things where, what? How insane is the next season of the show going to be? Fucking, okay. I don't know, man. With the new, I, I, I'm so, I'm so <laughs> jealous. I don't know what we're talking about right now. Yeah, yeah. It's like you watching and go, "How is this going to?" Because you look at season one, and you're like, "This became that." Yeah, and season two you're right. It's like crazy. not. Yeah, it's um not the best written show. I mean, it's definitely one of the prettiest looking shows, but it, it does what it needs to do. Star Wars is never going to be a, a greatly written show. I don't um, need it to be the Godfather. I need to be Star Wars, and it no. is. <laughs> right, it is. right. Yep. And John Favreau should just basically run this universe. I agree. 100%. Let him do it. That, that's his his new thing. He only does. Yep. yep. Uh, he's such a good. He's such a phenomenal. Draw. I saw the um, episode of the movies that made us last night about Elf. And I forgot how much I love John Favreau until I watched that. Chef, um, baby, phenomenal. watch Chef. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> oh, Chef is amazing. Chef, and I love Made. Yeah. Made is one of my favorite movies. Him and Vince Vaughn just kill it. Um, but Scott, what is number two for you? Uh, let's. Oh, we're, oh wait, oh, we're on number two. No, no, we're on three. Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so number three uh, is something I have watched this year for the first time, and it's The Boys. Oh yes, and you're I not current it. though, right? I, I'm on season. I'm on season two. <clears throat> okay. uh, that's what I was going to start watching next, but now apparently I have to watch Mandalorian first. So <laughs> you, yeah, you definitely do. Um, yeah, but I love the boys. I, I'm I'm a, I'm addicted to that show. I, I I hate that I only have like one more season to watch. <laughs> and the the main reason, one reason why I started watching it is because I'm a huge Supernatural fan. You know, uh-huh. and uh, Dean is uh, from that show is going to be on season three. 
It's gonna yep. be Soldier Boy. Um, Soldier yep. Boy, yes, yes. And it's uh created this show, not the book, but the show is created by Eric Krepke. Yeah. Right. Uh, right. From the best yeah, same, five same, seasons. Uh, same, uh, well, not the best five, but the first five of Supernatural. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, it's such a good show. Uh, number three for me is the miniseries The Good Lord Bird. Um, oh, fuck on yeah. Showtime. <laughs> yep. Uh, it's you uh, and McGregor, uh, not you and McGregor, Ethan Hawke as um, John uh-huh. Brown, who is an abolitionist, abolitionist in the um, 1800s. Um, it's told to the POV of a just recently freed uh, slave who gets caught in a dress. So for the whole show, all the white people think it's a girl and all the black people know for sure it's a guy. Um, it's so this funny. This little onion. Um, it's super funny. Um, but when it has to get serious, that show gets serious. Um, anybody that knows the story knows how it ends for um, yeah. John Brown. But that last sequence in the show between him and Onion – um I mean, I've got the most yeah oh my gosh dude um, e- e- ethan hawk is putting on an acting clinic in this show yeah like he is, yeah. he's so good in this it's ridiculous uh it, watch yeah, this show good. it's so good it's on showtime right okay super good yep showtime and it's uh seven or eight episodes it's like it's a done series um check it out uh what's number two cody Oh God, number two. Uh, my number two man. Uh, number two is <laughs> probably would be number one if it wasn't for um, the extenuating circumstances for number one. Um, but number okay. two is Lovecraft Country. Uh, Ooh, good oh, choice. Watch that. Yeah, good choice. Uh, it, God, I hope they get a second season. I really do too. Uh, even though if they don't, it it has a perfect ending. Um, it does. That's good. It, That's good. It is so good um, that yep. each episode that was happening, as it was happening, I couldn't believe that I was seeing something on TV that, that was thematically this close to Lovecraft, more so than anything I've ever watched besides maybe uh, some of the Stuart Gordon movies. Um, okay. But even more so. Oh, like, man, I mean, that. so well acted. Uh, yep. That, that, that kind of between Jim Crow era racism and actual monsters, that dichotomy is amazing how they show that in the show man it's so good like this yeah, shit is um, next level the fifth episode with the body morphine and the episode where they go back in time phenomenal oh. hours of television like ridiculous wow. that Stunning. yeah that we have this much it's a golden age for tv it's it's ridiculous yeah. um, the, 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 the body so, horror is yeah. so disgusting but it's so good oh my um, god so freaking good seen. and it's telling yeah because it's telling a good uh, social commentary, um, phenomenal. Uh, Scott, what is number two for you? Number two uh, is the second one on my list uh, that I have not watched this year, but I had to include it. So going back to uh, how much I love re- uh, revenge uh, style things, uh, number two for me is The Punisher. Okay, yeah. all right, I nice. love that show so much. Uh, I even loved him when he was in the Daredevil, when, it, when they first introduced him in Daredevil. Yeah. Uh, I... I, I I cannot tell you, express to you how much I enjoyed that show. I hope that, I think Marvel's about to get the rights back to Punisher because they just did Daredevil. Right. I hope they find a way to keep him on board. God, I do too, man, because he's perfect. Uh, he's, he is a perfect cast for that role. So from everything uh, I've heard, apparently apparently Kevin Feige really likes these people. John Bernthal, Vincent D'Onofrio, Charlie Cox, 
and the supporting cast from Daredevil. So I expect them okay. to not be recast. Okay, that that's perfect. awesome. And you know, yep. give a little love to Jessica Jones. I know. Yeah, yeah. I like her. I like Kristen Ritter. Yeah, I like. I like. I like them all. Yeah. Not so much um, Arthur. Sorry, buddy. Me, num- <laughs> Sorry, buddy. You're out. Um, Colleen Wang. Colleen Wu. She can come though. She was awesome. Yeah. Um, number two for me is Ted Lasso. Um, we've recommend, we've had like two guests on here recommend yeah. it. Um, yeah. so I finally watched it. It's, um, uh, what's his name? Jason, um, Sudeikis. And he's basically a, Sudeikis, um, he's, yep. Sudeikis. He works middle, middle of the country. He's a football uh, coach. He, he has a winning season. He goes viral with a video he makes. And in, uh, London, this lady, she's won, um, basically the soccer team um in her divorce and she just basically wants to sabotage the soccer team because it's the only thing her ex loved so she basically brings tad lasso over uh to basically sabotage it um because he doesn't know the first thing about soccer but it's um it's done by the guy who created uh scrubs and it's got as much heart as scrubs it's nice perfect television uh uh, apple tv um i think it's 12 episodes but it'll make you feel good it's such a good show um, oh. And Cody, what is number one? Anticipation um, is killing there, me, Cody. Th- there's only one thing that can get this, and uh, it was a 15 okay. season journey to get to this point. Oh, okay. Scott's about um, to get really happy, I think. Oh, God, I bet I am. The last season of Supernatural is so fulfilling, and it's so good. Uh, okay. And that's what I'm on right now. I just have a few episodes to go to finish the whole season. So, But I was dumbfounded by after it was over because I thought it was a perfect ending is the fans who I think came in with agenda that hate I mean, we can't really talk about it without spoiling it but did not like the ending because I thought the ending was perfect it's the only way to end it uh, I, as of it's the only way to end it as of what we've learned in the past few seasons especially about the idea of found family being just as strong yep. as brotherhood uh, yep. this show oh, such a good, I mean I could means oh. a lot to a lot of people. <laughs> it really yeah. does. Yeah. yeah. The and fact... it's been something for a show that's not a cartoon or anime to have lasted 15 seasons. Yeah, it's yeah, not... That, gonna... is, that is unheard of. Yeah, it's it's unreal. There's very few shows that go past 15. Like, I think Sorry, right now... Friends didn't even do that. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I think right now, like, you can think of, like, Grey's Anatomy did it. Um, I yeah. think Gunsmoke did it. Um Always Sunny in Philadelphia is going to end up doing it apparently because they yep, just got picked apparently. up for four more seasons. Um, <laughs> but and not only fifteen seasons, but to still be quality. Not every episode's a winner, but still quality enough. Like usually, like shows start to fall off the off the train tracks around season like six or seven. Which it and did for a minute. It did for a minute. Oh yes. Yep. Because the Leviathans was. was a problem. Cough, cough, Simpsons, cough, cough, Family Guy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, but no, it, it found its way back. And even the worst season had some good episodes. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, yeah. I mean, I, I first started binge watching it when it was on, when there was 10 seasons on Netflix. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's, I just burned through them all. And I recorded season 11 because I knew I was going to watch it. And even some of the slow seasons, I still really enjoyed it. You know, it it makes me sad yeah, that Jensen Ackles and, all these years has had to work for Supernatural because of all the roles he could have had because he's one of the 
best emotive actors I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, for sure. And I cannot wait to see where he goes next. Because sooner or later, he's going to end up in a Marvel or a DC movie. Yeah, come on, man. That dude's born to be like Jason Todd or something. Yeah, oh yeah, he wants to be Jason Todd. So you know he would would kill for that. Um, So Scott, what is number one for you? So number one for me, uh, when I first started it this year, uh, for about two or three episodes in, I was like, ah, I don't know. I'm not sure what the hype is about this show. And then uh, there was, I think it was like season, I don't know, episode like four. I don't know what it was, but it finally clicked and it has not stopped since. Uh, and that is Shit's Creek. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. I a... love yep. that show so much, uh, but I, I hadn't started it till this year. Uh, so that's why it's number one on my list um but it is I, well no, I, it ended this year so that's fair yeah exactly so i'll be able to get fully, fully get caught up on it absolutely yeah um, and yeah, it's, that, uh, is, that is my number one for the year it's a slow burner of a show it takes i absolutely. think a couple episodes to really get good but, yeah, but you... it, it, it's just it just hits you like or at least it did for me uh th- there was there was an episode i was watching and i think it had to be four and that's towards the very end of it i, I like just out loud just burst out laughing because like, okay i get this show now uh yeah. i've just been hooked ever since yeah and it's got like again so much heart like the, the oh, episode yeah. where uh johnny and mora go to dinner with their stuffy old friends yeah. and uh, chris elliott and his wife along and the friends are basically talking down to them mm-hmm. and johnny rose finally stands up for the people that he's basically been embarrassed of so far yep. uh, that was a phenomenal so episode yep. phenomenal episode and it's simply the best yeah, I was yeah. gonna say simply the best. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, I, after watching simply the best, I was like, this is this is incredible. Yeah, so good. And I stand Alexis. You, you, um, want, you want Alexis? I stand. I'm being super cool right now, Scott. Oh, okay. And <laughs> be honest, you're ruining oh. it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I ruined the cool no, moment. Um, for me, number one of the year was uh, Better Call Saul. Oh, um, nice. nice. It continues to get good. We finally are now in the fact where he's actually Saul. Um, yep. There's a sequence where him and Mike end up in the desert and they're trapped in the desert. And it's like just such a good hour of television. The fact that this is a prequel and you still feel worried for these characters. Yeah, uh, right. Especially even the ones that you know are making it into Breaking Bad. Um, yeah. It's phenomenal writing, phenomenal television. I agree. And I'm super glad that, I mean, Vince Gilligan took a character that nobody really thought you could do. Uh, a series on and just show just how damn good of an actor Bob Odenkirk is. Speaking of him, I really want to see his new movie, by the way. Yes, the kind of John Wick looking movie. Yeah. Nobody or something. Yep. Yep. I think oh. I hope it has that song Nobody on the on the title track. <laughs> um oh, it looks now, phenomenal. Here's the thing. We've talking a lot for like the last ten minutes about movies. I mean T V shows. We're gonna give the floor to Boston now. Because I do not think we have this list. No, it's a, it's a very unique list that I've uh, cultivated over uh, several years. Uh, and a lot, of en- uh, a lot of energy and time has gone into this list. And it recently had to be updated hmm. as there are now some extra additions to the list as a whole. Oh, and yeah. so uh, I would like to go, with, uh, go over with everybody right now. My list of the top five movies in the Tremors franchise. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and yes. The fact there's more than five kind of stunned me because I had no idea that I've slept mm-hmm. this long on this series. Okay. Yep. No, there I are now. Yeah. Uh, there are now seven. There are now seven feature films. Oh my god! Wow. In the Tremor series, 
There is the uh, short. There was a short-lived. Uh, there was a short-lived TV series that uh, had Michael Gross in it. That there was a few episodes made for sci-fi, but it got canceled. And the the Kevin Bacon pilot exists, which uh, I would like to once again go on the record and say, "Fuck you, Kevin Bacon! You had your goddamn chance. You can't reboot the franchise. Fuck you!" And <laughs> now, so shots uh, fired. How do you how do you feel about Kevin Bacon? As as an actor, as an actor and a person, fine. I love it. It's great. But he he was the one that jumped off of the second one and was like, mm, I'm too big of a star now. I can't do Tremors 2. Fred Ward, you're just on your own, bitch. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's how that that went down. So uh, now for him to like come back later to be like, oh, I want to play a washed up uh valentine up you know trying to to get back to perfection it's like no fuck you no you <laughs> mm-hmm. you dove off this ship hard in the beginning now they've got seven feature movies they don't need you go away hmm. uh but yeah so this is this is my this is my list for the top five tremors movies of all time so excited uh, number one at number one Wait, you're gonna start at number one i'm gonna start at number one i'm gonna start from the top i'm gonna start okay, from the top wow okay you're Number one. For dyslexics, this is the way you're supposed to do it. <laughs> number one is the original itself, Tremors. Yep. A fantastic movie all around. Uh, Kevin Bacon, Reba McIntyre, Michael Gross, Fred Ward, uh, the guy from the the old Chinese dude. Wait, Pat Marina? Um, yeah, Pat Marina. Thank okay. you. Yep. Uh, just That's it right. was it was in. It was a really good cast for the time, and uh, there, there's some other there's some other uh, character actors in there that that kept making comebacks throughout throughout time, and that was really that was really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love just the, the the practical effects of the movie, the whole approach, how they were trying to you know it, it felt it felt more real than a normal horror movie because they actively were like, okay, uh-huh. what are we dealing with? Oh fuck, okay, <laughs> how do we approach this? cool it's it felt it felt like an it felt like they were trying to think about how these monsters worked rather than just oh their monsters run like fuck mm-hmm. so i've always been happy with that yep uh number two is tremors four the yeah. legend begins because between that and jaws it's the perfect creature feature of all time like yeah no, I, I would say that yeah jaws is another one they they actively had to think about what's happening rather than just uh run and scream uh so yeah, uh, number two is Tremors 4, The Legend Begins. Uh, it is a prequel. It is set back in the 1800s, early early, early America. Yeah, yeah uh, early America okay. when perfection was first being settled as a mining town. Okay, so cowboy days. And okay. effectively cowboy one days. of the mines, uh, they, they, they effectively open up the first... Uh, they wake up the first set of graboids, okay. and the best part—the part about this I love—it it's only as good as it is if you've seen the first three, honestly. Okay, because, nice. Uh, Michael Gross, who plays the character of Burt Gummer, who is this like he is—he is what libertarians think they are when they okay. buy AR-14s. He <laughs> is—he is the epitome of doomsday prepper. This guy is ready for fucking anything. Uh, uh, which is one of the big reasons why it was such, you know, tr- Tremors went so well in the first place is they were like, oh, no, no, 
we've got a guy for this. And then they still find a way to fuck with him. Yeah, and yeah, his his, his, yeah, his biggest claim to fame, other than Tremors, was Family Ties. Uh-huh. Wow. What? Cool. Yeah, uh, and it's the guy from he plays, Family Ties. Uh, oh, crap, I can't, can't remember his first name. Where? Oh, shit, where'd he go? But he plays he plays uh, Burt Gummer's uh, great-great-grandfather back when it was, uh, the, the name was still pronounced Goumier. And so he plays the complete opposite of his character, the, the of the gun nut, and has he's never held a firearm before in his life. He's a banker. It's amazing. He doesn't do this shit. And watching him like that, th- this whole like character piece of him playing the opposite of what he's always played in these roles was fantastic. Um, uh, number t- uh, number three is uh, Tremors Two Aftershocks, because. Uh, it, it was a really as far as as okay. far as sequels go, it's amazing. one of my favorite sequels of all time because they really do sell up the idea of th- honestly, it's it's a more believable version of Ghostbusters two hmm. because the, the whole thing with Ghostbusters two is that somehow even though even though a world you know world ending cataclysmic event happened in New York, everyone's just forgot five years later, right? Magically. <laughs> Really? Okay. He had he had his day in the sun. There so was wait, a big publicity, same town, publicity but everybody's about forgotten it. that there's tremors. But then, since they took care of the problem, no one. It's like, okay, well, you you fought some giant worm monsters. Cool. Bye. So the town is called Perfection. Yeah, the town of Perfection. Uh, he's now wrangling emus because uh, Fred Ward is now wrangling emus because uh, the 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 royalty <laughs> checks to run out like he didn't he didn't get a good lawyer uh as a running gag then he gets the call that uh the cre- uh, similar creatures have appeared uh somewhere in mexico and <laughs> since he is skilled in it they're going to offer him a shit ton of money to come down and kill them and that was the first time where they started trying to evolve the creatures into their like their cycle their cycle of existence Uh, if you've never seen the movies uh, in Tremors 2 they introduce that after a graboid has eaten a certain amount of food like what do you mean it goes into this cocoon like it goes into this uh, this coma like state and three paws or three effectively three little babies uh, will burst out of it that they refer to as shriekers that run around on two legs rather than barrow through the earth And they have predator vision. Okay. Yeah, and they they, they, they see by they see by heat, which for a while yeah, fucks with everybody because they keep taking out the transmission towers, they take out all the vehicles, they eat the engines, they just tear through everything that was necessary for them to escape because it was warm. Like they the the the, the I think the line was, yeah, they, the reason that they were so smart is because they're so fucking dumb. Huh. Now they're still like where um, the term. So the the shriekers still have to burrow, or are they just running around like raptors? No, they they run on two, they run on two legs. Uh, so in in Tremors three, they introduce the um, the ass blaster, which is a <laughs> it is a uh, the third the third stage in the evolution, okay. in which they develop the ability to like launch themselves into the air. To wow. get the, and then when the when the blaster dies, 
they release an egg that oh yeah with the with the yeah that's right if the shriekers if the shriekers eat food if they eat enough calories they puke up another shrieker oh my god so they're making it like even harder to kill yes like they're, they're the so yeah if shrieker eats enough food it coughs up another shrieker once it turns into the ass blaster if it eats enough food it goes into a coma and then from the coma a new graboid will be bur- birthed and that is the wow. the whole life cycle of the graboids okay. uh, so that that is that is something that is introduced in the third movie okay the ass blaster sounds like something we need to have on our show now that we're doing dildos <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> uh, which brings me into number uh i know i know we got to wrap up soon it's uh cody's got to go but yeah uh that brings us to number four on the list which oh, is yeah. tremors five bloodlines which is a uh, it was a fun romp back into the series as they introduced Jamie Kennedy as uh, Burt Gummer's long lost son somehow. What? <laughs> yep, they went with that route. Okay. And then number five, uh, number five, is a tie between Tremors: A Cold Day in Hell and Tremors: Shrieker Island. Oh, it's a tie between those two. Because any of them are better than the third one. Fuck that shit. Oh, so the third one's the worst. I fucking hate yeah. it. Stupid. Ass blasters. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. You fucking yeah. serious? You said you do have, you do have to watch the first three to, in order to get to the, your your second pick, though, right? Oh. You have to at least watch the first two to appreciate four. Oh, but, uh, not, not, but you don't have to watch three. Three. Three helps uh, you understand like the whole cycle, but it's really not good. Yeah, they they they, they do but, a, they do a fun job of like shitting on all shitting on themselves and all the tropes they set up pro- yeah. the first two movies. Right. Yeah, but it's not actually a good move. It's not but actually you need to suffer through it to fully enjoy the, your second pick. Uh, I don't think you. I don't think you have to. Okay. Okay. I don't think you have to. Huh. You probably just watch one. You watch one, two, four, one, two, and four, and should be fine. Okay. That sounds like I need to start watching more of these Tremor movies. I know, right? Same. Oh, right. That's right. Because also Tremors three, uh, Tremors three, Back to Perfection, uh, uh, introduced El Blanco. I forgot about El Blanco, mm-hmm. uh, a white, uh, an, al- an albino graboid. Uh, it was an albino graboid. That was uh, because it was albino. It was uh, it's uh, sterile. Okay. And so it can't it can't go into the next stage of uh, the evolution. And so they wind up saving the town of perfection by taking El Blanco and making it a uh, a wildlife preserve for this endangered species. Huh. huh. Uh. So that it's a, the the, yeah. That's Still better than the third kind one. of incredible. A little, yeah. That's that was like the that's the ending of the third one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The, the third one. The third one only. Yeah. And then the third one, like two, could kind of stand alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two could stand alone as its own movie. You don't nec- You know, you you would get more information if you saw the first one, but three literally is just callbacks to the first movie. It's okay. just a whole movie of callbacks to the to beginning. Uh, characters that come back, uh, tropes that come back. So I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't like it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's, and uh, I think some of these are on Netflix, right? 
Uh, actually, that was uh, so. I was yeah, I was trying to I was trying to do some research on five, six, and seven because I haven't actually seen them all. Yeah, um, <laughs> I haven't seen five, six, or seven yet. Right. Um, I went I went on Netflix because Netflix had them for a while. Uh, currently, they only have six and seven. And seven is the newest one, right? Uh, seven yeah. is the newest one. Where I think I don't know if John Hader because John Hader's in it. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember if he like takes over as Jamie Kennedy's character does. Okay. or if he, well, he doesn't take over his he character. Does. He takes over his spot. Jamie Kennedy's character is in gotcha. a Mexican prison in the seventh movie. Of course. <laughs> That's incredible. Well, I, I, I have no list uh, anymore, but if you have some more, you want to talk about that's fine. Or we can go to yeah. a whatever. You Let's do, do another quick list. What do you got, Cody? Oh, got Cody, Cody you, you, you don't have to go. No, I don't okay. Oh, you got movies. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. How many do you right. have? Um, well, hang on. Let me pull up my list because I'll just close this. Okay. <laughs> I'm proud of you doing all your homework. That makes me feel like a really good teacher. <laughs> I, do, I have five movies. Okay. I have three that I've... I, my list wasn't fully yet because I haven't seen some movies for this year. I'm kind of OCD on that, but let's hear number five for you, and then I'll I'll jump in at three. The King of Staten Island. Okay, and this is Pete Davidson. This is Pete Davidson, and man, uh, y'all have been sleeping on Pete Davidson being a fantastic actor because he is awesome. Really, in this movie, uh, this movie is okay. heartfelt. It is not what you expect. Okay, uh, it is a tearjerker. Bill Burr is amazing in it as well. Um. He's this, really surprising a lot of people right now. Yeah. Uh, this this movie, man, a lot of people have slept on this, and it's a really good movie. Uh, it's about losing a father. Uh, it's about firefighter, mm. the community of firefighters. Uh, man, that, it's a really good movie. Like, I honestly recommend it to everybody. It's really good. That sounds awesome. All right. And, and I think that actually comes on HBO the first of the year. I think it's like... Um, uh, it's going to be their Saturday movie uh, of the week. Oh, cool. Yeah, I think that does come to HBO shortly. Um, what is number four? My number four uh, is The Old Guard, a Netflix movie that totally surprised me. Mm, okay. the Based on the comic, right? By Ruka? Yeah. Yeah, based on the comic. Okay. It came out of nowhere. Uh, it was a pandemic drop which seems to be something that we're going through right now. In fact, that's kind of the new normal where all of a sudden it's like, oh, here's this awesome movie you've never heard of that we were totally making and <laughs> going to put out in theaters. Yep. But you didn't know that. And a, yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's just like, um, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just, it's, it's really cool. It's um, about immortal assassins killing people and shit. It's awesome. It's, you know, it's my kind of shit. Super, super good. And it's like, you're right. Like, cause, um, I just came out yes uh, this week that the guy who did um, District Nine and Chippy mm-hmm. basically made a new movie, like during COVID. Oh yeah, and he's basically stealth did it. Hopefully, it's good because I love District Nine, but really didn't care for his other two movies. Um, I like Chappie better than I like uh, Elysium. Um, yeah, I I think you're right there. Um, so what is we're number three? Yeah, number three, The Invisible Man. Uh, oh, I, good choice. I love universal horror, and um, if they're if Blumhouse is doing this this way, and they've got Lee Wanell tapped to do this kind of stuff, uh, where they're making 
scary movies that are lower budget but that use suspense and real terror to tell these stories man invisible man is terrifying in a lot of ways it's about abuse it's about uh fearing a spouse uh there's a lot going on in this movie that (laughs) more people need to watch this shit it's it's really really good yeah it had the unfortunate thing of coming out like kind of early in the year right before uh theater started to close down Mm-hmm. Um, but I agree with you. Super, super good movie. Um, my number three is The Vast of Night. Mm. It's um, it's on Amazon Prime. It's um, kind of super low budget. It's uh, it's by this director. It really feels like an old school Steven Spielberg movie. Um, he's basically a DJ in a radio station in like the 1950s. He starts to hear sounds coming through his radio that sounds almost like a UFO. Mm-hmm. And it just basically goes from there. It's um, oh. it's super good. Um, it's low budget, but doesn't look super low budget. Um, but it honestly feels like a lost Steven Spielberg movie. What's it called again? That sounds awesome. The Vast of Night. Vast of Night? Yeah. I'm it's no, um, I'm on Amazon Prime. That's what yep, I'm watching. Amazon no. Prime. Yep. Super good. Awesome. All right. What do you have for number two? Um, Tenet. Okay. Did Allow you me to understand it. Yeah, kinda. Uh, that's one okay. of the reasons why it's my number two movie because I'm still unpacking stuff from from Tenet. Um, and not it would be number one if I was unpacking it like I unpacked The Matrix when I first watched that the few times when <laughs> it was just unveiling itself to me and it was it actually made complete sense. Uh, what helps me with Tenet right now is being able to watch it with subtitles. Oh, okay. So yeah. you're picking up on stuff. Yeah, there's a okay. lot going on. It's hard. Man, I don't know. Like, I love Christopher Nolan, but sometimes I think he like at, fucks with audio so that you can't hear it. It's the only way I can explain it. Oh, yeah. I don't know why no, he does I, that. I totally get that. I think he does yeah, it on purpose. No, no, that makes yeah. sense. He has to. Yeah, he can do great audio, too, because I saw Dunkirk in the 70 millimeter uh, showing they did. Oh, and yeah. that sound, any time an explosion happened, I felt like I was about to have a heart attack. I was just oh, yeah. sitting there going, this is where I die. Um, my number two, I like Groundhog Day type movies. Mm-hmm. So I really loved Palm Springs, the new yeah. Andy Samberg uh, uh, movie where basically he's stuck on a day of a wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, it's super good, and it does so many inventive things in that genre. Um, just I love the hell out of that movie. Um, and what is number one? Number one is the most excellent movie. It's Bill and Ted Face <laughs> the Music. Yes. Nice. Uh, nice. Uh, it's, yeah. um, it's everything my little soul needed this year. Uh, it made me feel uh-huh. so good. Yep. It's it's so happy. It's so it's it's so awesome to see Alex Winter just back doing stuff, man. He he's one of my heroes. He's one of my idols. Like Ever since Freaked, you know yep. what I'm saying? Like, I've, I've been into Alex Winter stuff. Yeah. So, uh, just being able to get him more on screen and the stuff. He, I can't wait for his Zappa movie that he just did. I can't wait to see that. That sounds really awesome. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He, he apparently been doing a whole bunch of behind-the-camera shit for the past few years. Yeah. Okay. A lot of producing. Um, if you... Like Alex Winter, there's a new podcast that Jonah Hill does called Let Me Watch Your Movie With You, where basically he takes um, 
a lot of stuff over to an actor's house and they basically watch the movie. They tell you when to start the movie and they do a commentary over the movie. He just did one with um, Alec Winters for um, Bogus Journey. Oh, wow. Oh, I bet that's yeah. awesome. It tells you exactly when to start the um, the recording and it's super it's super cool. Yeah, I think because I think Bogus Journey is on Netflix right now. Oh, really? Bogus Journey? Yeah, to me, I think so. To me, Bogus Journey is the superior Bill and Ted film. Uh, it's the most ambitious. It's got the craziest effects. It's yeah. got the most Alex Winters stuff going on in it. Uh, I love yep. that movie. It's perfect. Um, I love the new one. Was fearless. Yes, yeah, so fearless. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love Face the Music, um, mainly because of the killer robot. Um, <laughs> that's played so by great. the um, what's his face from Barry. Yeah, um, he was um, the and Zach and Gotham. Yeah, he's Victor Zaz. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then uh, but yeah, he is phenomenal as the death robot. So funny. It dude. goes into places that you don't expect it to go. Um, super sure. good. Uh, my number one movie of the year that I've seen so far is Let Him Go. Um, mm. with Kevin Costner, almost like it feels like almost like a modern day western as well. Um, basically oh. the premise is, um, Kevin Costner and Diane Lane um, have a son. The son dies. Um, his wife um, remarries. The person she remarries is abusive and abuses her and their son um, that she had with the deceased uh, with her deceased husband. Um, in the middle of the night, they just disappear, and Diane Lane forces Kevin Costner, who's a retired sheriff, to join her on a hunt to bring back the kid. Um, when you get to introduce the mother of the kid's family of the of the abusive uh, husband's family, she if this movie does as good as I think it's going to do, like once it's on video, I think she's going to go down as like one of the best villains of the last like decade. Um, there's a dinner scene like halfway through the movie between um, Kevin Costner, Diane Lane and her family. And it's nuts. Super phenomenal. Um, if you get a chance to see it, uh, I think it's now on video. Um, Kevin Costner is great in it. Diane Lane is just perfection in this movie great uh lead villain and what's his face that used to be on burn notice the main guy on burn notice oh yeah yeah he plays a really good sleaze bruce campbell no not bruce campbell uh the oh, main the actor yeah yeah he plays a really right, good sleaze. Bruce campbell. no boston <laughs> bruce campbell was the star of burn notice wasn't he you know what yes Okay. But anyway, let him go. My favorite movie of the year. Dun 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 dun. dun. Um, so, let him go. Let him go. Yep, we're good. Um, so now, I think we got our list out of our system. Um, let's move on to cyberpunk news. <laughs> so, Boston, before we get into it, let's get your take on what you think of the game. Okay. So. As of right now, you're the one who's played it, right? All of us. As Cody, have you played it, Cody? I played it. Yeah, I played it. Okay, never mind. I, so yeah, I, I've, been, I've been playing it on PS4, which I've already was told. I've already been told was was buggy to begin with, but I was like, meh, I'll be okay. I played I played Fallout 76 all this time, uh -huh. and for the most part, 
I haven't been too miffed by the bugs. Like there are some slowdown issues going uh, at, at points, but it's not as bad as I think people who were saying it was until the point that I was like driving up. You know, there's a there's a scene where you're like driving up this uh, the the parking garage, and like the garage was only like half loading as I was coming up the the spiral. And so then all of a sudden there's like people just appear out of nowhere and I'm like, the fuck? And as I was driving around, uh, I may have said this earlier, yeah, I was driving around and I was just like checking, checking, out, checking out the area. It was like, oh, this looks pretty cool and everything. And then like the whole, it finally loaded around me and I was like in the middle of a, uh, like a bodega, like running people over and was like, oh shit, shit, shit. <laughs> uh, as far as like, because I've I've enjoyed the story of it so far, it's been really, it's been really interesting to see like, because I, I was a huge fan. I've been a, been a huge fan of cyberpunk type stuff. Uh, I was a huge fan of Shadowrun back in the day, and so getting to see this. Say, uh, what, what was you said, Boston? What was the name of the game? Uh, Shadowrun. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's one of my favorite games back in the day. Love that game. Yeah, continue. And so, getting to see, uh, getting to see the uh, this 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 take on that type of world was really nice. And I love some of the like the heist the heist style uh, gameplay is really fun in the main quest. Okay, uh, but having a ch- I I made the mistake of not doing more side quests before I went on the main story, which you can still just do. Uh, yeah. and it doesn't hurt you that much but it was definitely a it definitely has that that level of oh oh this is oh this is, oh it's gotten oh it's getting real oh no <laughs> and so I, I like the story but i can see where uh people are very can be very unhappy with some of these bugs they are kind of if if not if not immersion destroying mm-hmm. uh some of them are. I've I've seen some of them that are game breaking. So it's just been like it's been. Uh, but you, but you, have you seen stuff that's game breaking or not um, really for you? Except for like just the emotional impact of uh, the story. Callie, uh, when Callie was playing through some of the ga- uh, through the same missions, mm-hmm. uh, she did the one uh, where you have to go talk to Maelstrom. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Jackie never like you're supposed to talk to Jackie. Jackie didn't leave the the building, mm-hmm. and yeah, if you try to go back in, the soldiers like shove you away. So she had to reload and do that entire fight scene over again because Jackie just didn't show up where he was supposed to. Oh God! Okay, um, um, but just reloading it's helped like helped it like it's not like game crashing to where you can't go any farther, right? Yeah, hasn't um hasn't hasn't completely bl- uh, bricked it. Okay. Yeah, it's um, it's one of those things where I know they didn't let anybody, like any of the reviewers or anything, see the PlayStation Four or Xbox version on base models, right? No, like they they basically hid that. Exactly. Um, and now I think as this recording, it's been pulled from the PlayStation Store. Yeah, which I, is crazy mm-hmm. that they did yeah, that. You know? Yeah, super That's crazy for especially with. Well, so, well, so I, what, I've, what I heard about the, the pulling it from the PlayStation Store is that because Sony was doing the refunds, mm-hmm. I was offering the refunds, they suddenly realized how many they were going to have to do 
Okay. And so they pulled it from the store uh, so that they didn't have to, 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 to quell the number of refunds they would have to process in the future. Okay. And it was, it was more of, it was more of a monetary thing than a bug thing. And I think uh, the company that does um, uh, Cyberpunk is offering refunds for people that can't get refunds for store copies, right? I think is what they said they're going to do. I haven't heard anything about store copies yet. Okay. And I know Xbox is now, um, I think it's still on the Xbox store, but they expanded their refund policy to allow for um, Cyberpunk returns as well. Um, Probably good. Yeah, so CP, CDPR says it will refund copies if players can't get them from stores. Um, so do you think, because I know, uh, Cody, I think you said that you think it's ridiculous that they pulled it from the PlayStation Store? A little bit, yeah. Okay. Do you do you just think that it should just, like, since people at this point, most people know how the game is, that people should be able to make that decision if they want to get it? Yeah, I mean, I I don't honestly see, like, it bricking someone's system to the point they can't play the fucking game. Like, yeah. I mean, up, up until the point to where it just... I mean, is it running consoles? Is consoles Are consoles burning down somewhere that I don't know about? No, just when people vape out of them. Right, like, what, um, what's going on? Like, I mean, what are they talking about? Like, look, I played it on, I played it on both PS4 and PS5. And okay, on on the PS5, obviously it runs a lot better. Don't get me wrong; it's going to. But okay, I, I think the worst thing that's happened to me on PS4 that I've noticed is that it's just really easy to get away from the cops. Like, really easy. <laughs> okay. I haven't even been like, even even that moment when I my murdered seven people with my car. I didn't see the cops show up. Actually, <laughs> that's good. I had them just appear in the fucking bodega with me and then chase me out. Like they just, all of a sudden there was like five of them. And I was like, Oh, what? they teleported in and, uh, started shooting at me That's and incredible. I shot them and I had like three stars. And then I ran outside and got in the car and I went like four city blocks down and they stopped following me. Like I just turned around a couple times and, but I see them fixed in this game. And honestly, like I, I, like you said, I've done the opposite of what you've done. I've done nothing but side quest stuff. I just I've been exploring the oh, world. Yeah. And it's it's awesome. How does it look on the PlayStation 5? Does it upscale enough to where it does look better? Yeah, you can tell a difference, particularly in lighting and shading. And I know okay. that doesn't seem like a lot until you actually see the way that lights work in this game. Um okay. <laughs> They haven't really done their true next gen patch yet. That that's coming in twenty twenty one. They said, right? That's, yeah. I think the yeah. January, really big, yeah, a really big the difference. January patch, yeah. It, I think is that one. It's one of those. Hopefully. It's one of those tricky things. I mean, obviously, everybody. I would have said just hold it until you know it's going to be good. Um, just release some PC first if you have to. But I think it's also one of those tricky things where since they actually did physical copies, you have to get that thing pressed early on, right? So while people are still working on the game, because obviously they were doing that because they had a what a forty-eight gig um, patch on the first day. I wouldn't mm-hmm. doubt it. I, I don't know yeah. the size, but I wouldn't doubt that. Yeah, it was forty-eight. Yeah, gigs. and then they've already, then they've already done like a seventeen gig. Like I think the next day after um, their stock started to collapse from the news of um, 
previous, you know, like early gen, next, what if it, uh, we can't say current generation anymore, previous generation consoles? Yes, last gen, uh, I guess. Last gen, sure. yeah, last gen. And I think they just released a, um, a 1.05 hotfix just was released for PlayStation and Xbox today. Okay. Um, that's supposed to do multiple stability improvements and including crash fixes. Because, yeah, do you think this damages the company? Because I think before this, the company was pretty much beloved. Not only were. Hands down, uh, that's one of my favorite companies in gaming. Uh, yeah, it, it definitely. Do you think I this think is going to be them. like a... Um, you think this is going to be like a... What's uh, their names? The people who do the Mass Effect games. Oh, Bioware. Yeah, because after Mass Effect 3 and its ending, it seemed like people turned on everything else that that company's made. Well, I think so. When The Witcher 3 was first released, uh, it was bug-filled. Um, mm-hmm. like, and now it's like one of the most beloved games of all time. Uh, so I, I don't think long-term... Short-term, yeah, but long-term, I don't think it's going to... As long as they, they fix everything like they did with The Witcher, I think we'll be fine. Yeah. In a couple of yeah. months, it'll I be think like the um... end of the year. Probably. <laughs> More than likely, yeah. I would say that's where it'll probably hit um, once they get all everything worked out. But I can right. see where some people are mad because it seems kind of like they were shady. That's that's exactly how it seems, for sure. And I, and I know there's some people, the arguments like, you know, hey, we're used to this with Bethesda games. We're used to getting games that are just super buggy. But I don't think that's good like <laughs> consume for consumers. To I don't be, either. Yeah. Well, Especially they were they were they were pressured like... in releasing this pretty fast. Uh, they kept yeah. pushing it back, but I felt like that they were doing that because they were really building this for the next generation consoles. Um, yeah, and you can tell that. You can tell. Yeah, and they got death threats from some idiots because they were <laughs> because they kept pushing it back. Yeah, yep. which it's people like that that deserve to have the glitches and the bugs and the crashes, you know, or yeah. whatever, whatever it's, it does. Uh, you know, I have no sympathy for them. For them. Yeah, and and that's one of the good things too is like people are talking about it online, and I think at this point maybe they're overblowing it because like we have three people I know: Cody, Boston, and um, our Japanese correspondent uh, Corey Dyke. Um, Hi. <laughs> he um, he showed me the game last uh, last Saturday. And um, the only thing I noticed, really, the graphics were a little subpar um, as far as, like, like what Cody was saying, not, not a lot of the lighting effects. Um, and some of the character models look kind of like the people on the boats in Spider-Man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, but overall, it looked like it, yeah, it looked like it ran well. And I think when people buy it right now on PlayStation 4, you kind of know, hey, you're not going to get the superior version of this. For that, you need a PC. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or PS5. Or PS5, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, probably when that update comes well, out. Well, yeah, when the, when the patch comes out, right. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what Scott's holding off for. It is. Yeah. And I think, you know, back... I can wait because, like, I have Ghost of the Shima. I still have a little game called Miles Morales waiting for me. I cannot believe you've not played that yet. I can't either, that, that, but... That, but but uh, baffles me. I'm gonna wait till I think Christmas break because then I'll have four days straight that I can play it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I just that. I want to save it. I just I can't wait to play it. Um, but yeah. So, but but you guys, Boston and Cody, you would recommend people getting it, or do you think they should wait a little bit and let the bugs kind of get ironed out? Uh, Cody, you first. I, I I do recommend waiting for that first patch. 
I'm gonna be honest. Okay. Yeah. Like it it is because again, like I I'm I am so used to. Like I still remember when I I first got a graphics card update, and I was playing Half Life. Uh, I was I was playing through Half Life Two again, and it was up. I finally was able to notice there were like, uh, patterns in the glass. <laughs> And I just like got lost in how beautiful it was when most of my friends were like, yeah, dude, that that's always been there. What is it? What do you, I was like, I've never had a card that could render it. This is so beautiful. So like, I don't get, it doesn't, it doesn't affect me. I, I don't, I am so happy with, again, the mechanics and the uh, story that I, I don't give a shit about the, I can deal with some of the bugs until to get my, to get my cyberpunk fix. What about for people yep. who, you know, don't have a next-gen system right now, but they know they're going to get one? Do you recommend them waiting for next-gen and for the next-gen patch, or do you think that it's good enough as it is now? Mm. Like, if you know for sure you're going to get a system. Some, but you're, yeah, I mean, because you're, you're going to get the update anyway, so. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. if you're getting a system um, for sure, yeah, wait, fuck. Yeah. Well, you're also going to get like Bossing just said, like anybody that gets the PS4 version is going to get the update to the PS5 version. So I guess it all depends because this right. is supposed to still be a lengthy game, right? Well, it depends on if you do everything. Like the main storyline, I think, uh, what 20, 40 hours, maybe. Okay. Twenty thirty. I'm not sure, but uh, if you do all the all the um, everything, like all the side missions, everything, I've heard it, it's it's up there, like okay. over hundred hours. Okay, and CDPR LGBTQ. Um, they're a company that's really well known for their um, side stories, right? Like I heard Witchers were phenomenal. Oh yeah, oh, yeah for sure. Not yeah. only that, they're also known uh, for really updating their games as they go, uh, and, and a lot of their updates are completely free. Okay. Do you think some of this, um, some of this uh, outrage is from console players that aren't used to like what PC players are used to? It could be. It could be part of it. Okay. But okay, all right. But you know, um, we'll stick with it because it's been that news about Sony just dropping it from the PlayStation Store was just like that was stunning. It was to me too. I was like, oh wow, I can't believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, there's, there's hopefully like, situations I don't understand. Uh, that's just too much for me to understand. I don't know, man. This tops 9/11 as far as I'm concerned. Top <laughs> COVID, and I I had COVID. If you guys didn't hear, <laughs> oh did what? COVID? Did COVID? What? Oh man. No. Did. So what's worse, yeah. playing right. a buggy game or getting COVID? <laughs> yeah. Um, the other, I think, big news out right now is like the insane amount of stuff that Disney showed last week. Ooh. Like, I think Disney's first criticism in their first year was Disney doesn't have anything. They had Mandalorian oh. and what else? Um, uh, how many shows problem. did they announce, Cody? Yeah, yeah, like Jeff Logo. Fifty shows? I don't know. It's ridiculous. Like, there's like a million. Yeah, and it's not like um, like my uh, Bill, Bill at the comic store was saying like he was like, man, just like do like every day. Say, hey, this is a new show we got because they could have done that for like a month. Every day, here's something else coming. But instead, they just threw everything at you. Um, I was sitting there watching the um, the video game awards, and I kept getting updates from. Geeks and here to the earth, you guys did a phenomenal job keeping everything up to date. And Hunter Roberts and I was going because I said, "Oh man, look at this awesome poster for Falcon and the Winter Soldier." And then Hunter was like, 
have you seen the Loki trailer? I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because <laughs> um, I had, yeah, it it was like basically like three hours of just intensity for me because I couldn't go. I was jacked when I went to sleep. Yeah, I, it, I was honestly having was, heart palpitations. I was having heart palpitations. Yeah. From, so I, I, was, I was training someone and uh, I was trying to talk to them and I physically couldn't do it. Uh-huh. I, and I looked at him and I said, dude, I need a minute to like post some stuff about this because this is insane. And he was like, what are you talking about? And I started telling him and he's like, Oh my God, what's going on? I was like, I don't know. It's uh, it supposed to be like a normal day of Disney, like investors meeting. And this has turned into comic con 2024. Like it's crazy yep. what they were announced. Yeah. It, it started out pretty slow. Like um, Boston had taken me to get my medication. We were coming back and I go, Oh look, Boston, um, they're going to do a spinoff of uh, Mandalorian with um, what's her face from uh, Rosario Dawson's character. Yeah, He's like, Oh, that's it. pretty cool. And then I was like, Oh my God, Hayden Christensen is coming back to play Darth Vader. And then it just basically spiraled from there. By the time they got to the Marvel stuff, I was just like, wait, I'm going to get WandaVision in a month. Then I'm going to get Hawkeye. I mean, then I'm going to get Winter Soldier. Then I'm going to get Loki. Then I'm going to get What If. Then I'm going to get Hawkeye. And then I'm going to get, and it just like kept, I nerded out. If they had, if they had announced like a Spider Ham series, I would have exploded. <laughs> you would have been able to take it. <laughs> yeah, I would be like, this is too much, guys. I'm out. I got, I got a tap. Um, I called it the Night of a Thousand Comes. <laughs> it was pretty much. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and if you couldn't find anything exciting with that night, then you are just dead inside, or you just need to let yourself live and stop trying to be cool. All right. Well, beautiful people, oh. um, this has been this has been a wonderful night. Uh, I yeah. do have to uh, wrap it up here because uh, I got I got I got to get going now. Um, so, I th- is is it okay if we skip our suggestions for the week, or do we want to try and knock that out real quick? No, I think we I can, can skip. Maybe if Cody has anything. I only have one thing, and that's watch the stand okay. from CBS All Access. Oh, my God. Oh, yes, that's right. So, okay. how, how good is now, it? I'm a huge TV It's really fan. freaking good and really hard to watch right now. Uh, Do you? Oh, that it is. Oh, yeah. did they? Are they releasing it once weekly, or are they really yeah. did they throw it all out at one time? Once, once, a, once in a week. Once in a week. Um, okay. Do you so, think the way they're presenting it is working? Yeah, I do. Just for like uh, Boston Scott, if you don't know, it doesn't start at the beginning of the stand. It starts in the middle when they're in the in the town in Colorado, and it has flashbacks. Okay, okay. But it supposedly works really well. I like it a lot. It starts with the free zone, and it goes backwards from there. But it it touches on everything, and man, it is heartbreaking to watch. Sometimes they make Captain Trips really fucking scary. It's it hits close to home. Oh yeah. Do you think since all the the three of us in this room, uh, the four of us on this podcast, we know the stand. We've probably read it, watched the original oh, yeah. TV series. Oh, Do you think somebody that does that comes in kind of blind is going to understand with watching them where they're at now and seeing the back and going to be able to enjoy it as much? Absolutely. Okay, yeah. perfect. Uh, and well. the casting is phenomenal. The oh, casting wow. is stupid good. Yeah. James Marshall yeah, says Stu Redman is perfect, man. And to let you all know, Stephen King has already said this has a new ending. Really? Okay. Yeah, he said this is the ending Mm -hmm. he originally, I think, wanted to do. This is like, um, that's one good thing that I think Stephen King's been doing recently is he's basically getting more. He said after Under the Dome was so horrendous that he basically at that point was like, going, look, if you do any of my stuff, 
I get I get some creative uh, control on this. Like, I think good. probably Under the Dome yeah. and that um, Gunslinger movie was probably like enough God. for him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect choice, Cody. Yeah. Um, good call, man. Yeah. But Boston, you know what? Send us home. Send us Check out. Stand. Check out the stand. Uh, once again, we thank you so much, Cody Kitts from Geeks and Hair of the Earth, for joining us for this episode. Uh, you can find them wherever wonderful podcasts can be found. But uh, without any further ado, we have been we have been BRBAFK, and you have been the amazing internet. And we will catch you all on the next in the next year in the new year in the year two thousand. And remember, it feels like real skin. It feels like real skin. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Good night. Again. Don't know where, don't know when, but I know we'll meet again some sunny day. Keep smiling through, just like you always do. Till the blue skies drive the dark clouds far away. So will you please say hello to the folks that I know. Tell them I won't be long. They'll be happy to know that as you.